Okay, I think we're live. This is John the Bond coming to you from beautiful Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. It is March 22 of the year 2020. Today's Sunday. It's a Sunday evening, about 11 p.m. local time. And what I need is for the lovely people in the live chat to let me know that you can hear me in the in terms of the audio. And once we confirm that you can hear me, then we will get on with the presentation. So with that being said, why don't I check the live stream chat? And it all seems to be going well. So we've got a few people in the live stream chat. I'll read out some of your comments in just a moment. Before I do, what's the purpose of this presentation? Well, it was originally to promote my new backup YouTube channel, which I had created as a backup, as a, an emergency uh, utility in case this channel, the channel that this uh, live stream is being streamed on, in case this gets deleted for whatever reason. Because my first, my main YouTube channel was of course deleted last year. And now that this channel is up to over 1,000 subscribers, which is nothing in the grand scheme of YouTube, but quite a fair bit in our little niche of the internet, you know, the niche that um, small subculture of people who don't trust what the government's telling them. Among us, a thousand is decent enough to, to want to have backup measures in place. So early this evening, I created a backup channel and put a, a short welcome video there to welcome you guys for when you go to subscribe to the backup channel. But just before I went live, I discovered that that channel had already been deleted for, for whatever reason by YouTube. So I'm not sure exactly how that has happened. There must be some reason for that. But uh, never mind, these things happen. I've got a number of other ways to make sure that if this channel that you're watching right now gets deleted, that I can still put my content out there to the world. There's things that you can do and there's uh, measures that you can put in place, which I already have. But it would have been nice to have a backup YouTube channel because YouTube is still very popular with people. It's a way for new people to find your work. A lot of the other options, they're good for when people know where to find them. But if you want new people to find your work, then YouTube is still, I think, a very useful tool. So it would have been nice to have the backup channel ready to go right now. I'd be promoting it as we speak, but I can't because it has been deleted, as I just told you, which is quite a shame. But with that being said, that wasn't the only purpose for this presentation. Tonight, I want to talk about coronavirus. It's the talk of the town. I'm sure you guys are just as addicted to the news as I and everybody else is. We are all captivated, aren't we? We're all checking updates as soon as we wake up or as we're having breakfast or as we're sitting there in between sets at the gym or as we're on public transport on our way home. We're sitting there on our phones and on our computers finding out, well, what's next? What's next? It's just a cascade of updates. Now this is happening. Now this is happening. Now this is happening. And I am the first to admit that I have been addicted and it has seriously affected over the last few days my my productivity for a start. I've been I've got several podcasts now that I've already recorded. That's the easy part. The difficult part is editing them and, and getting them sounding nice and then releasing them and promoting them, etc. I've got several that I should have done. At least I probably should have done two in the last five days got them released. I haven't got them released. And, and I'm not blaming anybody but myself. I 
I have lost the ability to, to put everything else aside and just work for a few hours. And that's because I've become addicted mentally to, to, this, uh, to this coronavirus news. And how could we not? This is bigger than 9-11, period. It, I don't know when it went past 9-11. Different people will have their own uh, judgments about that. But I think all of us now can agree this has gone beyond 9-11. So for those of us who've been talking about 9-11 for some time and seeing this as a huge event that, that shaped the direction of society, if you want to put it that way, that was used to, to bring in changes to how people live their lives and how people view the world. Well, now we're living through something bigger than... I mean, can you believe that? Even as I sit here right now in a condominium at an increasingly empty condominium complex here in Kuala Lumpur where I'm all alone and, and increasingly the people who are staying here on short, short-term stays, they can't renew their stays. They have to leave. Once your stay is up here, you're out. New ho- hotels can't take bookings, right? So th- this area that I'm in was already a bit of a ghost town because it's a disaster of a complex. I'll tell you about it later. The, the two bottom floors were empty to begin with. Slowly but surely, all the other rooms have been emptying as well. So I go to sleep at night here and I can barely hear a sound most of the time. And I'm thinking to myself, this, this, this is serious. This is real. I, someone who's been talking about 9-11 for how long now? When did I start podcasting? 2014, that's six years. For six years, I've been talking about September 11 and slowly but surely learning more about it. I knew more in 2015 than I did 2014, more in 2016 than 2015. I learned some big things about it a couple of years ago, stuff that most people in the so-called truth movement still don't know. Even though I've put the content out there, they still don't see that it goes way deeper than they thought. Every year, I'm learning more about it. You know what? That pales into significance compared to, to what's happening right now, I suspect. Some of the esoteric revelations, that is some of the occulted knowledge or insights or perspectives that can come from 9-11, they haven't yet been topped by this event, but we're in this event. Whereas 9-11, we've had so much time to go and read some of the older texts about esoteric or occult ideas and see how they translate to 9-11. What's the relationship between them? We've had time to look at the different movies that seem to forewarn about the event. So all of that aspect is still bigger than than this one because we've had more time to assess it but we're in this one right now and the consequences of this the way that this is affecting people and the the real world change that we're seeing right now and also the insights we're gleaning into the people around us how people are behaving including some people we thought were intelligent and the way they're reacting to all of this no this is more profound and i think we're all on that same page So I've got a few things I want to speak about in regards to the coronavirus today, or as I'm calling it, the Coney virus. So hope wherever you are in the world, you're enjoying yourself. If it's a, what is it, Sunday? If it's a Sunday morning in the United States, was it 11 o'clock, I think, uh, if you're in New York? So that would mean, I guess, 8 a.m. if you're on the, the West Coast, so it's a morning time for you. So whether you're enjoying breakfast or you're going for a, a walk with your dog or you're on the train on the way into the city to meet some friends, whatever the case might be, get ready. This should be a good show. For those of you in other parts of the world where perhaps it's uh, Sunday evening, as it is for me here, hope you're enjoying yourself. We've got a lot to talk about today. And I'm not planning to talk about coronavirus forever. 
but this is still, as we speak, a big event, an ongoing event, an escalating event. Just uh, yesterday, it was announced that Britain, no, sorry, Friday, their time, it was announced that Britain was going into so-called lockdown. Today, it was announced that two of Australia's states, the two most populous states, there's only six states in Australia, the two most populous are New South Wales, where Sydney is located, and Victoria, where Melbourne is located. The newspaper on your screen right there, if you're watching this, is The Age, which is one of the two major newspapers in Victoria. We're going to look at a couple of the articles there. They announced their lockdown today. So Australia, a country with an official population of approximately 25 million people, give or take thereabouts, the two largest states in that country today announced they're going into lockdown. Two of the other states announced they're not going into lockdown, but they're going to ban everybody from the rest of the country. Okay, you can still go. It's not a full ban. But if you do go, you'll be put onto a two-week quarantine. So out of the six states in Australia, if I've read the news correctly, two are on lockdown, the two largest. And two are not on lockdown yet, but they are not welcoming people from the outside. Now, to put all of this in context for you, I'm currently in Malaysia. I haven't been here for that long. I've only been here for a few weeks, although I did spend about three months here last year. I was meant to be just here for a month and then moving on to Indonesia, where I've never been before. That's not going to happen now. Indonesia is not welcoming new people. Malaysia is a nice country. It's a beautiful country, and it's not some shitty little weird Asian country that you might have heard things about and they've got some dictator or... No, it's a well-developed, relatively well-educated, advanced country that supposedly has a democracy in place. They announced on on Monday, so six days ago, they announced that as of the Wednesday, they'd be going into controlled movement order or movement control order or something like this which is basically a lockdown. That was on the Monday. I went to the same shopping mall that I usually go to. There's some cafes I like to sit there and edit podcasts or write articles. <clears throat> Pardon me. There's, there's, a, there's a shopping mall where I like to do all of that. There's mo- several cafes where I can just sit, order a coffee and do my thing. So I'm there on the Monday. I hear this news that there's this Wednesday shutdown. Okay, no problem. I go in there on the Tuesday the shopping mall there's still people there it's not a ghost it's not a real ghost town yet there's still pockets of of people but the foot traffic is greatly reduced half hard to it's very difficult for me to say but 50 to 80 percent reduced so i can already see that that by wednesday this place will be a ghost town it'll be shut they tell me oh you can still come here but it'll be takeaway only well why would you come to a shopping mall like i'm not i don't even like the coffee i just want to sit here and, and work okay i won't go back there so on the wednesday i began my little isolation here in in this apartment well, it was announced a couple of days ago that people weren't isolating enough, that the military would have to be called in. And so today is day one. As I speak to you right now, today is day one of the military assistance of the movement control order. Not a uh, martial law. They don't use that word. I haven't seen that word used anywhere by, by the government or by the people here, but that's what it is. Okay, When the military is uh, tasked with telling people that they can't go out and do business or meet their friends or do anything other than stay home or go to the shopping center to get your necessary supplies and go home, when the military is doing that, that is martial law, I believe. You can call it whatever you want. That's what it is. And so this has led me to the inference that 
the same thing might well be happening in England and Australia. They're giving you the lockdown now. They'll start telling you that, oh, no, they're not following the rules, guys. There's all these people not following the rules. Thanks to those of you who are following the rules. Thank you. You're doing good work. You're saving lives. But gosh, gosh darn it. Some people just aren't following the rules. And, and then the social media lights up. Oh, look at all these people not following the rules. Oh, they're putting people in danger. The, the government has to stop this. And the government's like, well, yeah, I guess we have to stop this. We've got these people called the military. Maybe we'll just call them in to, to assist with the, with the lockdown. That's where I suspect that Australia and England might be going. I don't know that for sure. But this is my suspicion. And so as the gravity of this situation has been dawning on, on you guys and on myself and many of us around the world, it's got me addicted to all of this news. And as I said, this is a, an ongoing event. As we speak, things are happening as we speak. So I'll be talking about those things and more. But before we do any of that, let's read out some of the comments in the live chat. I love to do this. Didn't get a chance on the last live show. So why don't we do it now? I have to say there's a few moderators in the live stream. <clears throat> Pardon me. My, my policy, moderators, is don't ban people unless they're causing a problem constantly. One or two smart-ass comments, it's not a big deal. But if they're just flooding the chat, get rid of them. We don't need them. But other than that, leave them alone. Don't don't ban people or put them in timeout just because you disagree with them or you think they're being a smart-ass once. That's okay. It's only when they're being a complete spanner, then get rid of them. But other than that, let them go. And if you ever get deleted from my live chat, it's probably not me. It's probably a moderator. Contact me and I'll see if I can fix up the issue. I don't like the idea of people being banned if they've done nothing wrong. It's happened to me many times, so I'm very empathic about it. So in the live chat, we've got a bunch of people. We've got Thirst for Truth. Albert's a new person. Hashem's in the live chat. He says, wash your hands before you come on to the show. Yes, they've got people washing their hands religiously, as though it is holy water, as Tim Osman would say. And Tim Osman is one of the people who I did a podcast with. I'm meant to be editing that uh, podcast. And Tim, if you're out there, I apologize for taking me some time. It was a terrific call that we had, but I have been not uh, productive enough, I have to admit. I have been addicted to this news nonstop. History Buried is in the chat. Wardman Chris says he's glad he caught this. He's about to leave to go and pick up some dirt for his garden. But he'll play this in the car. Well, if you're out there, Waterman Chris, hope you enjoy the show. Waterman Chris is in Florida, I believe, which means it's probably about 11 in the morning for them. So they're enjoying a John the Bond live stream as they do their gardening. Very nice. What a good time to be a gardener. What a good time to have your own food. Wouldn't you feel a little bit better if you had a garden with your own food right about now. I'm not saying that I think the food's going to disappear. That's not my belief. But some self-sustenance at this point in time, I think, would be uh, would be a nice feeling. So kudos to, you, to those of you who are doing that. Shadow Chris says he's getting ready to listen to this at the gym. That's pretty cool. It's nice to think that I bring enough energy that people will listen to me while they're at the gym. I generally listen to podcasts as well at the gym, but at 1.5 speed. There's not many people I can listen to at 1.0 speed at the best of times, let alone in the gym. So I will try and make sure this is an energetic call. Always a good thing to do. And you're quite fortunate there, Shadow Tiger. ST, where does he live? I believe he's on the west coast of the US, so he's going for his morning uh, gym. Here in Malaysia, they have closed down the gyms. They're doing the same thing in Australia from tomorrow. Let me tell you that after just five days of things being closed down here, 
I can already see how this will take quite a toll on people. People who have a routine, people who have exercise at the gym as a key part of their routine, this is going to mess with their mental health something chronic. And for me, this concept of mental health is something that I never used to take seriously. Uh, being on the road on my own for 12 months, I've had to seriously uh, reconsider what I think about this concept of mental health. And these days, the way I see it is, so long as I'm in a routine that involves some good habits, such as exercise, and so long as I don't do too many silly things, I tend to be feeling good about the world. One of the most important things for me is exercise. And I chose this condo, when I chose this for my Airbnb, I chose it with the fact that it has both the gym, a, a decent gym, because some condo gyms are terrible. They're, they're a waste of time. There's a couple of machines that you want there to be, at the very least. The gym here has a squat rack, right? The, the gym here has a bench press, yeah? The gym here has somewhere to do pull-ups. These kinds of lifts are important to me. If I can't do them, the gym's probably a waste of my time, probably. No disrespect to those of you who just do lightweights or whatever, but for me, I know what, what I like to have. Well, guess what? They close that. And just having something like that thrown in your face, no gyms to go to, even the gym in your building closed down, it's frustrating. The, the, the concept of a lockdown is frustrating to the point where I suspect this is one of the biggest parts of this whole, if you want to call it a psychological operation, this is going to harm people mentally and that may spiral into spiritual harm in the sense of if people aren't taking care of themselves, they start to see the world in a bad way, it can start to affect not just you know the, the, their mental, where they are mentally, what they're thinking about, but but something, if you want to call it an energy, without going into too much detail about this, you know, there's more to us than just so-called atoms, I suspect. And so you take away people's routine, you take away their ability to go and see their friends, to go and see their grandma. Don't go and see a grandma. If you do, you might kill her. I think it's this social isolation. They're even calling it that, social isolation. I think this social isolation is, is one of the biggest elements of what's going on here. There are other potential elements going on as well. We might touch on those later in the call. Some people are talking about installation of 5G in, in schools and what have you. Personally, and this is going to cost me a few viewers, I'm not scared of 5G. I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it's good for you. I'm saying I don't really know what 5G is, and I've tried looking into it. I've tried looking into the evidence behind it. What I did find was unsettling, but not for the reasons that most people give you. So if I hear someone say, oh, they're doing this to shut down the schools to install 5G, I'm like, okay, that's possible. If someone says to me they're doing it to install the 5G because the 5G will have deleterious effects on the children, I'm like, that's possible. I don't know. I don't know. When I looked into this, that's not what I found. I found something different, also unsettling, but not not something that fits within this paradigm of, oh, they're doing this fake virus to to install 5G or they're doing this fake virus to hide the effects of 5G. I understand that's a, that's a common uh, trope that's out there right now. I'm not saying I'm for it or against it. I'm just saying I haven't seen the evidence that, that supports that notion. I understand that's what some people are talking about. What else are people are talking about? The idea that martial law is the end game. I believe martial law is already here in some places, will be coming to others. I don't think that's the long-term end game. It might be. It might be that military on the streets is just the normal from this point forward. That could well be the case. I don't know. None of us know, do we? I don't think that is necessarily the, the agenda here long-term. I think one of the agendas is what they're telling us that they're doing, social isolation. 
get the lemmings separated, get the lemmings inside the house in front of the screens on their monoliths, get them away from grandma, grandpa, get them away from their family, get them away from their friends. I spoke to a guy very recently. He told me that his daughter had a birthday, her birthday party at their house. In fact, they were going to have the birthday party at uh, a restaurant or something, I understand, but they couldn't do that because of the lockdown. So instead, had it at their house. There's a problem. Half of the guests aren't going to turn up. So this girl's having a birthday party. You know young people love birthday parties. They want to invite all their friends over. Of course they do. It's natural. You get to be like the king or the queen for that day. It's a big part of growing up is having these birthdays. Well, guess what? Half your friends aren't there now. So this guy told me that his daughter, some of her friends, I don't know, Skyped in or or video conferenced in. Okay, that's cool. Not the same as them being there. This social isolation and then telling people they can't go to the gym They can't go to the cafe to do a couple of hours on the computer or read a newspaper or talk to their friend. Whatever their routine is, break up the routine. Get them inside. Get them away from the beach. We're going to talk about that later with regards to Australia. Get them away from the beach. Get them away from the parks. Get them away from outside. Get them away from sunlight. Get them inside. Get them isolated. Get them separated. Get them on the monolith. I think that might be one of the biggest things to come out of all this. We don't know. I'm just putting this out there as an idea. And I can tell you from my experience, on day five of the lockdown... This is a nice apartment, but I hate, I don't like it. I don't want to be here. I want to get out of the house. I want to go to a cafe and just sit there. I can't. I want to go to a gym and do an hour in the gym. I can't. And it sucks. And some people might come back and go, oh, well, it's only for a couple of weeks. Maybe it is. We don't know that. Some people might come back and go, oh, it's just a routine, mate. Just fucking find ways around it. Of course I'm doing that. But the routine has been broken. And so if it's frustrating for me, How do you think it's going to be for all the other people? How do you think it's going to be? This is going to have consequences. Some of you are just entering lockdown right now. People in Australia, you're just entering your lockdown right now. Others of you, if you're in Canada, some parts of Canada have apparently been in lockdown for a week. Some of the countries even longer than that. Italy, certain other places even longer than that. And over time, you will see a a gradual breakdown in your own sense of vitality and that of people around you. And that's going to be one of the fascinating things to watch over the next period of time, the next few days, next week, the next month, how long will all this go on? <clears throat> Pardon me, I have to clear my throat regularly or else my, my voice goes frog mode. Another thing happened today in Australia. They shut down the Australian Football League. There's two major football codes in Australia, the AFL and the NRL, two different sports. One is what you might call rugby. The other is an, in, it's an Australian sport that, that no other countries uh, they play, but it's very popular. In Australia, that happens to be the sport that I grew up playing as a kid, and I even played it as an adult as well, and I still follow it to this day. I still like to watch it. That's my, that's my main sports ball. That's my, that's my zombie mode. That's something I get to do and watch for two or three hours on a weekend and just sort of enjoy something that's completely inane and trivial as opposed to the rest of my week, which is based around the topics that some of you guys might be interested in. Most of my week is, is involved in thought-intensive ideas and what have you, whereas just watching sports ball, it's a nice escape. If you want to call it an escape, call whatever you want. That's what it is. Well, guess what? They cancelled that today. They played the first round Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and today. And then they said, well, these places in Australia are banning travel. How can we still play the sport? Guess we're going to have to to stop the sport. Of course, a lot of you follow NBA, NHL, uh, European football, Formula One, even UFC, many things have been cancelled already. 
But for those of us who are either in Australia or from Australia, today was the day when uh, one of the, the major football leagues uh, said, that's it, it's, it's over. So even though I was fully aware of all of what was happening, just as you guys are, on a personal level, today was the day when the next, another next level was reached. And it seems to me as though this is what's happening. If you imagine like if you could do a time-lapse uh, photo of a major city being built, whatever city you're in, imagine if you go back to 1900 through to today and a time-lapse, like one photo at the end of every month as the skyscrapers go up. This is the newest big skyscraper. This is the new fattest skyscraper. This is the new skyscraper closest to the camera. But slowly but surely the, the buildings go up. To me, that's what it's like watching all of these uh, rules and policies and laws and lockdowns go into place. One country does something, another country does another thing. This country bans travelers from China. This country bans travelers from China or Iran. This country says they can come, but they've got to go into a lockdown. This country says we're putting all travelers into a lockdown. This country says, you know what, we're not going to have travelers no more. This country says, you know what, we're going to tell people to self-isolate. This country says we're not just going to tell them, we're going to force them. One by one by one, each country slowly but surely, it's all happened in the space of weeks, hasn't it? Is that all coincidence? Do you guys think that's coincidence? You tell me in the live stream chat. This will be the first round of comments that I read out. My question to you is, do you think this is all a coincidence? What are your thoughts on this? I'll read your comments out in just a moment. Before I do, what is on our screen? This is The Age. This is the big newspaper in Melbourne. One of two newspapers, the one that I grew up Actually, I grew up reading the, the Rupert Murdoch newspaper called uh, The Herald Sun. But then around age 15 or 16, I, I was very uh, educated or I felt very intelligent and I felt more progressive. And this was the, the newspaper for progressive people. Yes, I used to be a lefty. Can you believe that? I didn't call myself that, but, but that's what you would call me looking back. I was for gay marriage. I was for open borders. I was for all kinds of uh, things that now I might not be so positive about. But they've got the news here. It is school pubs, clubs to close in drastic bid to curb spread. Let's take a look at this. Schools closed from Tuesday in drastic bid to curb coronavirus spread, March 22, 2020. And by the way, if you're just joining us, I'm John Lebon. I'm coming to you from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is a live stream. We're talking about coronavirus and, in particular, coni-virus. If you haven't heard of coni-virus, then get ready, because later on today, we're going to be talking about coni-virus. But let's read out this article. This is from The Age, as I said. School holidays will be brought forward to this Tuesday, and all non-essential activities shut down in Victoria as the state government introduces basic, uh, sorry, drastic measures to slow the spread of coronavirus. Hours after the Victorian government announced its extreme action plan on Sunday, the AFL, as I was mentioning before, made public its decision to postpone the home and away season until the end of May after playing just one round. Premier Daniel Andrews, blah, blah, blah. Victorians will still be able to go to the supermarket, the bank, the pharmacy and other essential stores like petrol stations and convenience stores. Freight, logistics, and home delivery are also considered essential and will remain open. And there he is there, Daniel Andrews. 
We will give you as many rules as we can and as many guidelines, but we need you to think carefully about what you are doing, your behavior, and the impact it will have on others, Mr. Morrison, as the Prime Minister. So you see that in Australia, the, the states are putting in restrictions. The Prime Minister is putting in restrictions. It'd be like if you're American, both the President putting on some restrictions and your uh, state governor, or whatever you call your equivalent. Same thing. You guys all know what I'm talking about. None of this is new to you. This is an Australian-centric article, and what I'm telling you is very Australian-centric, but, but again, this is happening all over. So blah, 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 you get the idea. So they're closing the schools finally in, uh, in Victoria. Just a matter of time until the other states do likewise. Live news, pub, gyms, eateries shut for six months. Let's take a look at this. <clears throat> All right, pardon me once again. So let's take a look at this. The world has literally gone into quarantine. Emirates grounds all flights from Wednesday. Emirates is a large uh, plane travel company, as you all know. Donald Trump to give $3,000 cash payments to hardworking Americans. A direct deposit check payment is part of a $4 trillion package. Tell me in the live chat, do you qualify for the for the check? Do you qualify for the $3,000 check? Tell me in the live stream chat, do you qualify? What do you plan to spend the money on? This should be interesting. Schools will stay open, says the Prime Minister. No, they won't, says the State Premier. Rather interesting. Australian pubs and clubs are shut from midday. So those are some of the updates. We'll go to CNN later on in the, in the uh, presentation to see what the updates are there. So with all of that being said, why don't we check out what's being discussed in the live stream. Let's check it out right now. Just give me one second. Need to quickly check something with my presentation software here. How am I looking? Wearing my usual blue shirt, hat, sunglasses, very nice. Let's take a look. Display capture, is that what we want? No, no, no. There we go. That, that's what we want. Give me one second. And get those comments coming through on the live stream chat. I do apologize for the uh, dead air there. Just having myself a little drink. Okay, let's take a look at the live stream comments. I always like to engage with the live stream comments. There's the good ones anyway. There's always some good commenters and some crap ones. If you're one of the crap ones, don't take it personally if I don't respond to your to your comments or questions. But to the good comments and questions, let's see what people have to say. And bear in mind, guys, we are living through history. We don't know what the future holds. It is cool that we can document this. YouTube can delete this stream, but even when they do that, there's a good chance I'll download it before they get a chance to do that, and I'll have it forever. And I didn't get to do this with 9-11, but I was a kid with 9-11. I believed it. I believed everything. Uh, same as the, the war on terror. I believed all of that. Well, now we've got the war on germs. Once again, the enemy is invisible, and he can spring up at any time. In fact, he works in cells, right? It's amazing the similarities, don't you think? War on terror... All of a sudden, we're under attack. All of a sudden, people are in fear. The government has to act. 
against an enemy that you can't see, but could kill you at any time, wants to kill people for no good reason, people who've done nothing wrong. And even when you think you've got one group of the bad guys, there could be another one around any corner. It's a never-ending war. But it's not the war on terror I'm talking about. I'm talking the war on germs. It's now a war on germs. Get people to wash their hands for how long? 10 seconds? 20 seconds? I don't even know. Why? Because we're fighting a war on germs now, guys. A war on... Did you think, to those of you out there listening or watching live, did you think that you would get to live through the great war on germs circa 2020? I had no idea. I used to be a germaphobe when I was a kid, actually. Like, I used to... I wouldn't share drinks with anybody. If, if I was having a drink and then even one of my own family members drank from it, I'd be like, well, that's it. I'm not drinking that anymore. Like, I just hated germs. I, I was a big-time germaphobe I, as a kid. You know, I don't know where that came from, to tell you the truth. These days, not so much. I still like to keep things neat and tidy. It's part of who I am. I like to keep my where I'm staying clean and like tidy, you know, but I'm not a germaphobe as I, as I was as a child. But now... Germophobia is the default setting. Germophobia is now default. And if you look it up, I'm pretty sure germophobia is considered a mental illness. So all these people you see washing their hands and and putting it on Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, you're watching germophobia in action, aren't you? Got to wash my hands in 20 seconds, guys. There There could be a coronavirus anywhere. You know what I mean? It lives on surf. That's another thing too. Does it live on surfaces or not? We don't even know. We get all these conflicting stories. Does it travel through the air? How far does it travel? How long does it live? What temperatures? We don't know. Conflicting stories. But it could be anywhere, guys. So you better wash those hands for, what is it, happy birthday? Sing happy birthday. Otherwise, you could get the germs. Germophobia is now the default setting for the lemming masses as part of this war on terror. Do your part in the war on terror and wash your hands. Do your part in the war on terror and do not go and see your grandma. If you go and see your grandma, you're helping the germs, right? You need to help us in the war on germs. Stop going to visit grandma. Call her on Skype. Call her on your phone. Send her a message, but don't go and see her in person. No, Uh, we're fighting a war on germs and you've got to do your bit for the war on germs. And if you see anybody down at the beach enjoying the sun and the sand, and their time with their, with their children, dob them in, okay? Shame them. Take a photo, put it on social media, call them nasty names because we are fighting a war on germs and God damn it, these people trying to enjoy their lives, they want the germs to win. They want the germs to kill you and everybody you care about. In fact, if they keep enjoying the beach at Bondi Beach, we might have to send in the tanks but only because you asked for it. So ask for it on Twitter. Ask for it in the comments section of your newspapers. Ask for it on Reddit. Shame these people going to the beach and harming us in our fight in the war on germs. Okay? Alrighty. <laughs> so, Albert is in the live chat. Albert, welcome to johnthebond.com. I haven't seen you before. Dante from New York says, you can be in the asymptomatic stealth category. Yes, uh, I read something just today that apparently, and don't quote me on this, maybe we can look this up, but apparently there's been a new report released that up to half of people with coronavirus are completely asymptomatic. So you could know somebody who has no symptoms whatsoever. That doesn't mean anything. 
doesn't mean anything because they might go their whole life without symptoms. But they might be carrying, might be carrying the fever. Let's have a look. Good servant says that Jesus is really coming. Well, look, you know, something big appears to be going down, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what the end uh, game of this is. Anybody who tells me they know, I, th I think in my mind this person is a liar. We don't know. That's why we're so addicted to refreshing our monoliths to see what's next, because we don't know. And it's exciting, isn't it? Yes, it is. So let's see, I've got to scroll up the The live chat function, very useful, but it is a little bit cumbersome sometimes. If you're just joining us later here at John LeBond, we are talking about the Coney virus. Give me a moment, we'll talk about that in just a moment. Shadow Tiger says in regards to the gyms, yes, all gyms are officially closed in California. My gym owner said, don't worry about it. No matter what happens, the gym will remain unofficially open. Lucky it's a small town. One of the advantages of living in a small town. And it will be interesting to see how many business owners are going to willingly let themselves go out of business and follow this uh, anti-open policy, this restriction on business, this unofficial or soft martial law uh, because of the war on germs? And how many will say, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll let my customers come. We'll do business. Want to use the gym? It's X amount of dollars a month. Don't, uh, don't go around Snapchatting yourself in here because let's not draw attention to it. But you know what? I'm doing business, you're a customer. If they want to send the military and let them. It takes courage to do that in this climate, in this social climate, to do that. The government, I don't think, is, is really the biggest problem facing businesses. It is the people. The people who will shame you for keeping the business open. And the customers who will stay away, even if they don't have a problem with what you're doing, because they're scared. They're scared that you might be spreading my coronavirus. Dante from New York says a friend of his started losing it and even admitted he couldn't take the social isolation, wanted to set up a group video call or poker game. That'd be cool, playing... I mean, if you're stuck in your own place, playing some online poker. We do have fantastic technology now that lets us do things. I mean, you could play an online poker game and live screen at the same time. Obviously, nowhere near the same as being in person, but, you know, you can... There are, there are ways to pass the time that weren't there before. Which is so convenient, isn't it? Like the, the facilities are in place now where you can get food delivered so easily, where you can FaceTime people, play poker online, etc. Everything, ed education now, so easy to teach online now. Everything has been set up such that they can do this. And even though people will be frustrated by it, and, and some people will not want to go along with the programming, for the majority of people, the, the transition won't be such a, a problem, at least in terms of how technology allows them to do that. If you didn't know Betty, you'd think it was all timed for that exact reason. Captain Margie Kono says, they have already done this many times, but this is definitely the most effective one so far, to the point of global sheeple fear. If you mean they've done this many times, you mean they've lied to the populace and the populace have believed it? Yeah, sure. Many, 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 many times. Many times. I agree with you. But this is, to me, quite obviously by far the most significant in all of recorded human history. September 11 was a big deal. 
the fake death count of that one was about 3,000. They're already faking a death count either at that amount or more already. And we're probably still in the early days of this one. In terms of consequences, okay, so air travel became more restricted. They stopped it for a couple of days and then once they brought it back, it became more restricted. Okay. This one, countries are closing down. Countries are closing down tourism. I can't go to Indonesia. I was meant to in a couple of weeks, can't do it. I would love to. There's other countries I would like to go to where I do know people, where I could stay there, it'd be great. Not so easy because travel has either been banned outright or heavily restricted with certain regulations that make it de facto banned, okay? This has already gone further than that. And in the time of September 11, there was no social media the way it is now. Now they've got the social media, they've got people shaming each other for not going along with the programming. If, when September 11 happened, you were in London, England, or you were in Sydney, Australia, or you were in Toronto, Canada, or you were in Auckland, New Zealand, or you were in Berlin, Germany, or any of these places, and you weren't worried about the, the boogeyman, no big deal. If you went about your business the next day, no big deal. Now, if you go about your business, everyone around you has these little things in their pocket telling them, shame that person. Shame them. Shame them. Shame that person. First, that person could kill you. Secondly, that person could kill your grandma. And thirdly, that person could kill everybody. And they don't care. Look at them. Just going about their business. Do they not realize we're in a war on terror? They are the enemy in the war on terror. That, that was not the case 20 years ago. It couldn't be. There was not the technology to do that. So this has already gone past uh, September 11. Was anyone in your neighborhood calling for your town to be locked down after September 11? Maybe they were. I was like 14 at the time, 13 or 14. I don't remember that. I don't remember anything like that at all. No, this has already gone way past 9-11 and we're probably just getting started. Oregon D says, my friend, she works at Walmart and her daughter just had a baby in the hospital, told her her mum was high risk, WTF. In other words, the story that Oregon D is conveying to us is that Someone he knows has had a child and the hospital has said, hey, you know your mum, the grandma of this child, high risk. So bringing a baby into the world, speak to any parent, just about any parent, and I'll tell you it was a wonderful thing, a major milestone in their life. Obviously a big milestone in the life of the baby, but also in the, in the life of the parent and, and the family. Brothers, sisters, parents, grandparents. Big deal, huge deal. Well now, no. Can't let the baby see grandma. High risk. Yeah. Think about the consequences of this. Think about how many people, how many innocent people, major events in their life have been impacted already by this. It's phenomenal. Thirst for Truth says, Illinois lockdown in US, you can still raid the grocery stores and gas stations and go for a walk. Yeah? Yep. Yes, you can do that. Yes, you can. Lee Harvey Hitler says, with regards to the 5G thing that I spoke about earlier, the 5G is a conspiratized narrative being pushed. I believe so, but let me say that I looked into all of that radiation stuff uh, about this time last year. I was looking into ultrasound, and I was looking into, well, how do they create ultrasound, okay? And to cut several long stories incredibly short... 
If you still believe ultrasound is sound, then you must be new to johnthebond.com. Ultrasound is not sound. They call it that to deceive you. The same as they call lockdown a controlled movement order or a movement control order or whatever bullshit newspeak they give it, it's a lockdown. Ultrasound is not sound. They call it that because it sounds nice. It's not sound. And if you think they do ultrasound to help the baby, again, you are mistaken. You are seriously mistaken. I'll just leave it there for now. So I was thinking to myself, okay, how do they create this? Because it's radiation. It's not sound. It's radiation, which they admit, by the way. But anyway, how do they create this radiation? It turns out they create it by passing an electric uh, current through crystals. And if you pass this current through crystals, they vibrate millions of times per second. It's uh, similar to the piezoelectric effect. If you can make crystals move, it can create electricity. If you pass uh, electricity through piezoelectric crystals, they will emit radiation. I'm giving you a very basic rundown of the, of the physics of, of this. This is just the story of how it's done. Now, I don't know much about crystals, but I started looking further into all of this. And like I said, a very long story short, about this time last year, I discovered some of the deepest, darkest shit I've ever discovered. Now, the thing is, if you look into how uh, so-called telecommunications radiation is produced, it leads you down very similar rabbit holes. So I am very open-minded to this idea that uh, phone tower radiation is bad for us. I'm very open-minded to it. But at the same time, I didn't find compelling evidence to suggest to me that I should be concerned about it. Now, for instance, in this in this uh, hotel room, they've got an internet router. It's in the same section as the bed. I don't like that. If, it was up to, if I was setting this place up, the router would be as far away from the bed as possible. At the same time, though, in this condominium, there's a there's a phone tower just out there. Um, maybe from from my room, maybe four or five hundred feet, something like this. And all around this, in fact, there could be phone towers at the top of this condo. I haven't checked. I, I can't get up there. There's a good chance there's there's phone towers up there. When you're in an urban environment, there's phone towers everywhere. So, the router is is not a big problem for me, in comparison to all the radiation that is surrounding me as we speak. So I'm not uh, dismissing the potential ramifications of radiation, far from it. And I'm not dismissing the idea that 5G is in, in fact being uh, rolled out uh, at the same time as this, this coronavirus nonsense. That It's possible. I'm just saying for me, I don't think that's... For me, from based on what I've seen, to me that's not the big agenda that, that I think is um, worthy of my attention. But if other people disagree, that's totally cool. I'm, I'm not here to say you can or can't believe anything. That's up to people. History Buried says, I like what Miles Mathis had to say on this in his latest update regarding court orders to close businesses. I was told about that History Buried by fakeologist in an audio chat I did with him earlier this evening. He had uh, positive things to say about Miles Mathis' paper. I haven't uh, read it yet myself. It's a shame that Miles Mathis does not do live streams or do videos. Has he ever given a, a reason as to why all of his work is text only? I'm curious about that. He, uh, he puts out lots of uh, work, much of it is good, and he has many fans. I wonder why he doesn't uh, do a, a video or a live stream or a podcast. I'm curious to know why that is. <clears throat> okay, let's carry on with the, with the comments and the questions. 
We've got 40-something people watching live right now. This is the coronavirus lockdown live stream. I'm John Bond coming to you from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And let me say before I forget, if you haven't already done so, you want to make sure you're on the JLB mailing list. It's very easy. There's an email address section. You put that in. That's the most important part. First name, just put a letter, put your name. doesn't really matter. Just have to put something there else it won't work. And uh, and then you'll be on the mailing list. So I had a YouTube channel that I created as a backup tonight. It's already been deleted by YouTube. I've heard about this happening to people. It's never happened to me. It happened to me. It was an instant deletion, apparently. I've also had a normal channel that lasted for years before it got deleted, but it got deleted. The channel you're watching right now, I hope it survives. And I'm, there's certain events I'm not talking about, such as the one with the guy shooting a bunch of kids at a school. I don't talk about that because that's what got me deleted last time or the first time. So I don't want this channel to be deleted. I'm not saying I know for sure it will be, but it seems likely eventually it will be, yeah. So what happens when that happens? Well, how can I keep you updated with my material? The mailing list is the best way, the single best way. So if you check the info box below right now, there's a link to that mailing list. You want to sign up. It'll take you 30 seconds to sign up. And once you're on the mailing list, every time I send out an update email, which is once a month, sometimes twice a month. It depends how productive I'm being. I try and make it twice a month, but usually once. It just depends. Uh, you'll be on that list. And I also send out, sometimes I, I release member-only podcasts on johnthebond.com. Sometimes I'll release them to the mailing list. So they still won't be available publicly, but they'll be available to the mailing list, even people who are not members of johnthebond.com. And then, like I said, if this channel gets deleted, I'll be able to let you know where to find the new channel, and uh, this way you can stay up to date with what I'm doing. And if you are a content creator, if you're a YouTuber, if you're a podcaster, if you're a blogger, I strongly recommend you get a mailing list because that way, if your blogger account gets deleted, if your YouTube gets deleted, if your SoundCloud gets deleted, it doesn't matter because everyone who's signed up to your mailing list, you can just send them an email and say, guys, here's the new one. You don't want to get stuck in the situation that I got in last year where I had 7,000 subscribers on a YouTube channel. It got deleted and I didn't, hadn't promoted the mailing list. I had a mailing list, but I didn't promote it properly. So I couldn't let everyone know where to find the new channel. And it took ages to build this channel up to 1,000 subs. Don't make that mistake. I did, and I've learned from it. That's why I'm now promoting the mailing list of johnlebond.com. Like I said, it's a free mailing list. The link is in the info box below, and it'll take you one moment to sign up. And I suggest, if you enjoy this content, if you don't care about it, then, then don't waste your time. But if you like this stuff, if you want to hear more of this stuff, if you want to know where my stuff is when I get, if I get deleted, the mailing list is a single best place to make sure that that happens. So let's go back to the uh, the age. Where were we? I told you about Bondi Beach. Let's see if there's still here. It is okay. Bondi Beach is the most popular beach I would say in all of Australia. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we do, I really should read out those comments that I promised. I was going to read out. So let's try and run through this nice and quickly. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jay Sog says, so many jobs rely on each other. There will be a domino effect of problems with people not able to do their jobs. 100% correct, Jay Sog. You think about it. Tourism. People come in and they need to go through the airport. Well, you don't need as many people at the airport if there aren't as many tourists coming. The tourists then go and stay at a hotel. To get there, they rely on transport, oftentimes taxis. You don't need as many taxis when there's less tourists. They get to the hotel. You need hotel staff to check them in, to clean the rooms, yada, yada, yada. You don't need them. They tend to eat out tourists. 
Often when you're on holidays, you don't want to cook at home so often. You're on holidays. So what do you do? You go out. All those places are shut now anyway. But even if they weren't, there's less tourists to eat there. Okay, so now there's less work for them, right? They want to go on a tour group. Well, I mean, if you if you run a tour group, your business is finished right now, period. If you're in Australia or any place like that. Now, that's just looking at tourism. How many other areas are affected? Gyms, okay. Uh, someone goes to the gym. Generally, gyms also sell uh, whey protein powder and other so-called supplements. Now, whether or not I believe in those supplements doesn't matter. Some people do. Well, a lot of people buy their supplements from the gym. Anyone who sells supplements now and relies on the, the gyms to sell their supplements, forget about it, finished. The personal trainers at the gyms, it's over for them, forget about it, right? So you shut down the gyms, you shut down the personal trainers, you shut down the, the add-ons or the upsells such as the, the whey protein, whatever. On and on and on the list goes. Which leads many of us to conclude that this is part of this particular event. It's not just about a fake coronavirus. It's about a genuine change to the world order. It's a genuine change to how society operates. It's a change to the, what we call the economy, what we call the financial system. It's a complete change. There's no, If you leave things as they are for just a couple more weeks, it's finished for so many industries. There's no coming back from it especially for small businesses. So what will be next? I suspect universal basic income. I think what we're seeing with the Donald Trump check in Australia, they've, they've announced they're going to be giving out, I think it's two grand a month, like new start times two per person, I think works out to about two grand a month people will qualify for if they're a sole trader, a small business operator. <clears throat> That's practically universal basic income right there, right there. Now, they say it's temporary. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't be. We'll see. Once upon a time, people would say, well, where's the money come from? You know, you can't just uh, give people money or else um, if you do that, there'll be all this inflation. Well, no, they won't if you're giving people money that they used to have and spend, but now they can't work and earn it. If they're getting roughly the same amount of money, there's no extra money in the system, is there? All right? This idea that we've been taught of, oh, you can't give people money or else you get inflation, that's, that's bullshit. That's not real. That's not a real thing. That's not how it works. If you tell people that enough as they're growing up, they'll just believe it forever and never question it. And they'll get angry at anybody who says it's not true. But it's not true. That's, that's not how the world works. This idea of, oh, if they give people UBI, there'll be all this inflation. Uh, no, there could be, depending on other factors, but it doesn't have to be that way. If you just take all these people's existing money away, take away their industries, these people still have bills to pay. And now they've got no money. The government now gives them the money. They've got the same amount of total money. There's less work being done, you see. Less work being done. You might have the same amount of money in the system, but less work being done. Now, if there's a large percentage of the population doing bullshit, useless jobs, who cares if there's less work being done? Who cares if someone who spends 38 hours at an office, but only four of those hours doing anything useful, is now only spending four hours doing work? Right? Who cares? Or they get rid of three or four of the people from each team, and now each team has a couple of people doing all the work. The other people were useless anyway. Now they're at home. Now they're dependent on the government for their universal basic income. This is a tough topic for many people to get their heads around, especially people who think they're educated or trained in economics. They they can't understand like anything that doesn't fit the mantras they've been taught. They can't get their heads around. 
But this is, this is an important thing to understand. To go from the system that we had four weeks ago to universal basic income, the easy way to make it not inflationary is to have less people doing work, which means less people getting paid, which means the UBI is just replacing what was already there. But now those people, instead of working and having some semblance of independence, now they 100% dependent on the state. 100% dependent now. That's what UBI is all about. We might talk about that later. Jerry Gergich says, controlled demolition of the world economy. Yes. Yes, indeed. Good Servant says, why vaccine for 8 billion instead of antidote for 200K? Uh, first thing, Good Servant, this might come as news to you. There is no 8 billion people on the planet. The official story right now is that they guess there's 7.7 .7 billion. That is also a complete lie. There's nothing close to that number of people on Earth. You'd be lucky if there's more than a billion people on Earth right now. You'd be lucky. People said to me, well, why do you say that? I'm, well, why do you believe there's 7 or 8 billion? Don't come to me with your crazy stories and then ask me to... Uh, undo your stories. Where do you get your story? The authorities? Okay, think through it. Do they have a vested interest in telling you the truth about these things? No. Do they have a vested interest in telling you a lie? Yeah. Yes, they do. Think through it. Can you think of any reasons why they might lie, why they might overinflate the number of people on earth? Just think through it. Just think through it. We might talk about that later. But uh, the world population, the 7 billion on earth, the 8 billion now, that is in fact a hoax. It's not real. Let's see, let's keep on uh, going through the live chat here. Sorry for the dead air. This is John LeBond coming to you on March 22. It's about to take over into March 23. What a time to be alive. So I asked the question, how many of you guys are getting a check from uh, Daddy Trump? And one of the answers is from Bobby D. He says, I'm getting nothing. I'm using my language, not uh, not his. Yeah, that's interesting. Let me know in the live chat. Who, who among you is getting money? Are you getting money from Trump? If you're in Canada, are you getting money from Trudeau? If you're in Australia, are you getting money from, from Scott Morrison? Obviously, the money doesn't come from these individuals, but are you getting money from these uh, these stimulus packages or these um, economic benefit packages, whatever they call it? Are you getting the cash, and how do you feel about it? Mr. Jones says, it's so damn mysterious, this invisible alleged enemy. Yeah, it's it's another boogeyman. It's another boogeyman you can't see, and you can try and kill it somewhere, but it could just pop up somewhere else in cells. These things operate in cells, don't they? All right, let me just try and catch up on the uh, the live chat, guys. I'm doing my best. I I keep getting sidetracked. I'll try and catch right up to the start, and then I should be able to keep tabs on it from there. So just bear with me. JT33 says, I'm going with global economic reset, destroy the economy, then they have a license to print money. Well, they've already got a license to print money. Most money isn't even printed. It's just ones and zeros on a computer screen. But they've already, they've already got that license, but now they've got a license to give it to people and make them entirely dependent on the state. Not just the welfare recipients, but, but uh, a huge proportion of the population. By the way, I'm not anti-UBI. In fact... I'm not even anti the coronavirus hoax. And you might be like, what? You have to be against it. No, I don't. No, I don't. 
I do not have to be against anything. And neither do you. I'm not against this hoax. I don't like certain consequences of it. Such as, I can't travel Asia anymore. That's bullshit. This was my dream for years, to, to build up a business online that I could use to travel. Asia, Eastern Europe, South America, maybe even North America, man, how cool would that be? Forget about it, it's finished. And I'm only one year in, I only got to see Asia. Man, next was Eastern Europe. After that, South America, or even the other way around. Go and learn some Spanish. Go and snort mad lines in South America, man, imagine that. That was on the cards. It's over now, finished. Probably forever. I don't like that. I don't like that here in this condominium, the gym's closed and the pool's closed and, and nothing's open around here. I don't like that. I don't like that when I go back to Australia, all of the lemmings around me will be trying to shame me for not believing in their bullshit virus, their mind virus. I don't like all of these things, man, I don't like. But that doesn't mean that I have to see all of this as bad or evil. And that's going to come as a surprise to many of you because many of you have been trained to believe if I don't like it, it's evil. Or if they're lying to us, it's evil. Or anybody who knows about this has to believe it's evil. You've been trained by the so-called truth movement to have a parroted response to everything. You're like, no, I don't. It's, it's the people who watch TV who are, who are parrots. Yeah, they are. But many people go from parroting TV to parroting the truth movement. You're still a parrot unless you're thinking for yourself. And if you think for yourself, you might realize you do not need to see this as evil. We might talk about that later in the presentation. Will Lose says, I'm going to be silly today. It's my birthday and I'm already partying. Well, you know what, Will Lose? I don't like to do this on camera, but just for you, I might have a cheeky little bottle of uh, soju. This one's for Will Lose, one of the newest members at johnlebond.com. Will Lose, this one's for you, my good man. If it wasn't for the system, would we be able to drink soju for, how much was this? 20 ringgit? Probably not. People tell me they hate the system. They hate the system. They hate the people at the top of the system. I'm like, oh, really? Do you hate having convenient coffee? Do you hate that? Do you hate having convenient soju, convenient food? Do you hate all of that? Because that's all from the system, you understand. The people who spend their lives in menial jobs, you understand that's all from the system. And you tell me you hate the system. Most of the people who tell me they hate the system work for the system, pay taxes in the system, follow the rules, follow the time. The system tells them uh, it's the time of the year where you've got to change a clock. They change their clock. Oh, I have to set it up. They do everything the system says. They lead a system life and they tell me they hate the system. They tell me the system's evil. And I'm like, all right, then we'll stop working for the system. Oh, I can't do that, mate. Oh, okay. All right. I see. Well, thanks to the system, I can drink my soju, can't I? I generally try not to uh, promote the use of substances because, let's be honest, they're not good for you, generally. But uh, this one was in the fridge somehow. don't know how it got there. And I was like, you know what? Doing a live stream at 11 o'clock, I need something to perk me up. And soju is uh, an easy perker-upper. Had I been able to get to South America, man, there was much better perker-uppers there. But uh, it's not going to happen, man, thanks to the Coney virus, which we will be discussing more later in this presentation. So let's carry on with the questions then. And happy birthday to Will Lose in the live chat. Captain, uh, Captain Margie Kono. Captain, Captain Margie Kono. I think that's how you say it. 
says, if you are not a germaphobe during this war, you are considered a terrorist by default. Yeah. You're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Okay? You're either with us doing the wash your hands, doing the self-isolation, or you are with the germ, the germs. You're with the carriers. Right? You're with the super spreaders. You want grandma to die, basically. Why do you want grandma to die? If you dare to question this coronavirus, then what you're saying to me is you want grandma to die. Now, why the hell do you want grandma to die? What did she do to you? She's only 70 years old. She's got a long life ahead of her. And you want her to die? Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Hopefully the military takes you away. I hope the military comes and takes you away. And you know what? You think I'm being facetious. I follow social media closely. Many different outlets. A few in particular, such as Reddit. whole bunch of subreddits I check just to keep my finger on the pulse. Other social media outlets as well. Other forums as well. And I'm telling you, no word of a lie. I've seen comments to that effect. Okay? To that very effect. If you dare to question the government response, I hope you get coronavirus. I hope you die. I've seen those exact words. I hope you die. Yeah? For, for daring to question the government's decision to upend the constitution, really. For daring to suggest that maybe the government, their actions here, might, the, the, for daring to suggest the cure might be worse than the disease, you want me to die? Okay. All right. Luckily for me, I worked out these people were morons years ago. Those of you who were still holding on to this vestige of hope, ah, oh, no, JLB is just being too, uh, being too extreme about it. The masses aren't utterly moronic. He, JLB is just not seeing the, the smart side of Forget it. Don't come to me with this nonsense anymore. If you are out there watching the lemmings respond to this, okay, if you are sitting there as the lemmings treat you like shit for daring to question like all of this, don't come to me with any of this bullshit about, oh, no, they're smart. They've just, no, no, that's it. Finished. Okay? You believe whatever the hell you want, but don't waste a single second of my precious time with your bullshit. You can now see how idiotic these people are. You can see how moronic they are. You can see how that when the TV tells them something, they believe it. When the government tells them something, they believe it. You can see that you can tell them some ooga booga super flu from China has come to get them. They believe it. Oh, Come and save me, daddy government. Tie me in my house, daddy government. Tie me up, daddy government. Lock me here, daddy government. You've seen it now. So don't come to me with this bullshit that they're intelligent. They're not. They're not intelligent. And you're also seeing how the so-called truth movement is reacting. Some of these people pushing even more fear porn, trying to make their own viewers get even more afraid and more scared of something about which they can do nothing. Don't come to me and try and tell me that these are good people. If you believe they're good people, that's fine. Anybody trying to make you more afraid, as far as I'm concerned, that's not a good person. If, you, if it's a situation you can fix, it's a problem. A problem has a solution. If this is going to happen with or without you, it's no longer a problem. It is a circumstance. And anybody who wants you to worry about the circumstances, in my opinion, is not your friend. And they're not my friend. Now, if you believe otherwise, again, that's fine. Believe whatever you want. Just don't waste my time with the nonsense. The normies are morons, period. Most of the so-called truth movement are pushing fear, swallowing fear, morons. Don't waste my time. Now, is there some reason why logical, reasonable people might feel some anxiety about what's happening? Sure. 
change often comes with anxieties. Things out of our control come with anxieties. The unknown comes with anxieties. And what's happening right now is all three. Okay, this is change. This is the unknown. And this leads to anxieties. Completely understandable. I get it. We don't know what's going to happen in six months. That can lead to anxieties. Bro, I didn't even know where I'm going to be living in two days' time. I might still be here in Malaysia. I might be back in Australia. I might be in a third country, a third-party country. I might be elsewhere. I don't know. This naturally leads to anxieties, sure. But don't conflate the natural anxieties of the unknown and of change with some reason to be afraid. And the people trying to push fear on you, I don't think they're your friends. If you think they're your friends, great. Go and be friends with them. No problem. But don't waste my time trying to tell me that they're my friends because they're not. Because I just told you they're not. And I'm telling you right now, anyone who tries to make me afraid of anything, not my friend, period. Okay? Let's get that straight. So moving on with the live stream comments then. All right. World War Germs. Albert says he's been listening to my channel since the beginning of the COVID situation. See, there's a silver lining to everything. New listeners here at johnthebond.com. Well, Albert, I hope you're enjoying the presentation so far. It's been quite a wild couple of weeks, hasn't it? And it's only heating up. Top Notch Energies asks a very good question, and, and this is a new account. I'm not familiar with this account. They say, are they exposing themselves on purpose with this PSYOP? Seems so obvious a hoax with all breadcrumbs and predictive programming. Good question. Have you seen the Lunar Lander? Let me, let me bring something up on the screen for you right now. You might be new to the channel. All of the long-term viewers here at johnthebond.com, I'm sure, are familiar with this particular thing. I'll bring it up for you right now. Just give me one second. Uh, let's see. What is my Firefox window? There it is. Let me just get rid of that. Then we go to this. Then we go to NASA. I've got this one saved as a bookmark. Okay. And I've got a few messages live. What's going on here? Oh, yeah, interesting. Yep, yep, interesting. Okay, yep. Live messages. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, very nice. So, let's see. Let's go back to the old OBS. Let's bring on the Firefox. There it is. Okay, so check this out, guys. Where are we? There we are. So this is for you to the uh, to the recent commenter. You asked, you know, the question was basically, have the, are they intentionally exposing themselves by giving us this nonsense and making it so obvious that it's nonsense? Well, firstly, it's obvious to you and me. It's not obvious to the masses, okay? The masses swallow it whole because they are utterly moronic, just as they swallow this. This is the lunar lander. This thing supposedly sailed from Earth to the moon, and then most of it sailed back, supposedly. These people sailed back, that's for sure, supposedly. This thing is meant to be real. Now, if you take a close look at this image, you're going to notice some things. If you are not a moron, if you're a moron, this is a marvelous piece of engineering. Why, 50 years ago, what great engineering they had to send this thing to the moon. NASA, they're so great, they're so smart, Will be. But if you have anything close to a functioning brain in your head, what you're going to notice is the aluminium foil. You are going to notice the plastic cups. You'll notice the curtain rods and what looks to be like crepe paper. Yes, that is what you'll notice because that's what this is. This is not much different to a 
school project, okay? Quite obviously so, and yet if you show this to the average person, they fully believe that men spent, how long on this, a day? Spent like 18, 24 hours or something in this, in it, on the moon, okay? Now, it's obvious that this thing is a hoax. They, they could have made it look better. They could have made it look better. They could have, if they wanted to. They didn't, for some reason. And my suspicion is, one reason is because it's more funny this way. It's more funny to give the masses aluminium foil, sticky tape, curtain rods, plastic cups. Yeah, it's more amusing this way. Now, that's 50 years ago. So, if, if the current event, if this current Coney virus event was themselves trying to expose themselves, okay, but... But that's nothing new. If that's, if that's what they're doing, that's nothing new. The masses will not wake up to this. You have to understand. In fact, what could happen in a few weeks' time is that, or a few months' time, is that they say, right, we can let schools go back to normal. We can let business go back to normal. Uh, everything's fine. We saved everybody. The, we've, we, we have defeated this strain of the Coney virus. And everyone will be like, yay, woo! And they'll believe that the strain disappeared because of these drastic measures that were put in place. What they won't realize is, hold on, maybe there never wasn't a problem in the first place. Maybe that was all overblown. They won't work that out because they're morons. And unless and until you realize that the average person in your life is an utter moron, then nothing will ever make sense to you. And this is a very difficult thing for the average person to accept, especially empathic people especially those of us who care so much about others. We don't like to think these thoughts that this person's an idiot, even though that's the evidence. We don't like to feel that way. And if we have friends and family that we're close to, it can be very difficult to compartmentalize these sentiments about them. That on the one hand, we like them, we care about them, and uh, we want to be in their life, and we want them in our life, and we're happy this way. But this person is a moron, and if you show them curtain rods and sticky tape, they're going to believe it went to the moon because they're stupid. Okay, very difficult for most people, I understand. That's why this event, here's another silver lining. Now I don't have to listen to another single person complain to me, a, a supposedly awake person, complain to me about their hairdresser or their sister or their cab driver. And man, this guy, he just didn't get I don't want to hear about them not getting it. I know they don't get it. I'm telling you, they're morons. Don't come to me and complain to me about their stupidity when I've been telling you for years that these people are utter morons. Don't waste my... Please, no one waste my time, okay? I know that some people want to get things off their chest. They want to vent. I get it. But don't waste my time, okay? Time is precious. And if your story... If the crux of your story is, oh, this person's an idiot... Yeah, I know. They're a lemming. They're the masses. The masses are lemmings. Don't waste my time anymore, please. That's one silver line that should come from this event. Anyone who's still holding on to this sliver of, oh, no, they're smart... They've just been to see... Okay, well, now they believe in a war on germs and they're shaming you for not believing. You give them as much credit as you want. I give them zero. And if you waste my time talking about them, I give you zero too. Period. End of story. Don't waste my time. That's it. So, carrying on with the live stream chat then... Alistair Kane, coming to us from New York, says, New York is folding, boys. Amazing how quickly the lemmings have given up their liberties to be safe. 
Couldn't have said it better myself, Alistair Kane. Good to see you in the live stream chat. Critical Sinker says, oh, Paddling Truth says, hi, JLB. This just gets weirder, eh? Yes, indeed it does, my good man. And Paddling Truth is the newest member at johnlebon.com. 2020 membership, if you don't mind. It's incredibly cheap because the Australian dollar has tanked. Let me show you something right now. If you go to the members area, go to 2020 members at johnlebon.com. Look at this. Let me show you something. This is how fast the world has changed. I updated this page just a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, guys, you're going to get a really cheap deal because the US dollar is destroying the Australian dollar. That's a $5 Australian note. And I was like, guys, and I made this image myself. I'm pretty proud of that. I'm like, guys, sign up now because... The Australian dollar has been smashed. How much was it? At the time, one Australian dollar was only 65 US cents. So a 2020 membership was about $65. A one-off payment access for the whole year, 65 US dollars. All right, I had to update that because the Australian dollar had dropped. Well, guess what? It's dropped even more. Now it's 59 cents. So the Australian dollar has been absolutely smashed by this... uh, turn of events. Bad news for me because I'm in Asia and, <clears throat> pardon me, the rest of the world doesn't use Australian dollars. They, So if the Australian dollar gets weaker, I have less money to spend basically. So bad news for me, but good news for you, good news for you Americans because what it means is you can sign up as a 2020 member, this one right here, it says 99, that's Australian dollars. In your dollars, it's about 60 bucks. A one-off payment gets you access to the entire uh, catalog of material published this year, all material published this year, uh, for the rest of the year, for a one-off payment, get you access to the JLB Discord server, which is where a lot of the action takes place. So uh, the latest member to join us is Paddling Truth, so good to have you on board, my good man. Yeah, there's a ton of podcasts there already, and I've got more that I need to upload. And as I said, I should have been publishing a couple this week, but because I've already recorded them, that's the easy part. The hard part is editing them, making them sound good. And I should have done that this week, but I didn't, uh, largely because I've been addicted to the internet. And usually my most productive hours are sort of between 10 a.m. and, I don't know, 6 p.m. This week, that time has been spent surfing the net, just just taking it all in this time in history. It's been a, a phenomenal thing. So, yeah, if you have ever considered joining JohnTheBond.com, now is the time because, uh, like I said, the uh, U.S. dollar is destroying the Australian dollar. And on the website, who are there? A whole bunch of people, dozens of people, just like me, who do not believe in the Coney virus, do not believe in the lunar module, do not believe in the school shootings, etc., etc. And what I've noticed, because we've been speaking a lot on the Discord server off the record over the last few days, what I've noticed is that all of us are sitting there feeling like we knew the people were stupid. We didn't know they were this stupid. You know, we, we knew the government could do whatever they want, whenever they want, but not like this. That seems to be the, the overarching sentiment. And I'm fortunate because I don't have... Okay, let me, let me watch what I say here. Everybody has things in life that are good and bad. In this situation, something that I'm taking solace in is the fact that I don't have people to worry about. There's no one who depends on me. So no matter what I do, I don't have to worry about, oh, but how about my son or my daughter or my wife or anything like this uh, or my my workmates or my boss. I don't have to worry about any of that. I don't have any of those things. So 
I kind of feel a sort of freedom in how I react to what's going on. I can do what I want to do and worry about the consequences for me and only me. A lot of people, they do have children or they do have a partner or they do have uh, a job at a company that they like and workmates they care about and all these things. So they've got a lot of influences on them that they really constrict how they see themselves responding to the situation. And uh, and that's a good thing. It's good to have children you care about and, and a job with people you like working with and, and all of these things. It's all wonderful. I'm, I'm not suggesting otherwise for a moment. I just like to look at the good side from my perspective. The good side from my perspective is, okay, I don't have all those wonderful things, which is a shame. But in this kind of situation, it's like I can do whatever the hell I think is best. If I think it's best to pack up my shit and get out of here tomorrow, I can. If I think the best thing to do is to stay against government advice, I can do that. The worst thing that happens is, you know, fill in the blanks. Well, so what? Not a big deal. Those people who have dependents and, and people who rely on them and, and people who care about them, etc., uh, and people they care about, they, they probably have less uh, less avenues of, of response no matter what happens from here going forward. And again, I'm, I'm trying to to put this in the right context. I'm not saying that one situation is inherently better than the other, but I'm just trying to say that, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm fortunate I can do whatever I want. And speaking to some of these people who have uh, families and people who, who depend on them, I, I can I can see a lot of people are like, I didn't see this coming and now I don't know, you know I don't know what, what's going to happen next and it, you can see it does a way on their minds, which it does for all of us. All of us, as I said earlier, change leads to anxiety. The unknown future leads to anxiety. Those two main things. I think I said three before, but really it's those two main things. Change and the unknown future, they do lead to anxiety. And uh, and that's understandable. But again, don't equate that natural anxiety with what's happening. You can't change. You can't change this, guys. This is happening. With the people who want you to be afraid. That's a different thing. And I don't think those people are your friends. So once again, let's go back to uh, our lunar lander. No, let's go to the age. Let's go back to the age with the live updates. Any more live updates for us, guys? Let's find out. Stockholm begins converting convention center into a hospital. New York. It has to stop now. This is not a joke. New York governor blasts... Pardon me. <clears throat> Let's try this again, shall we? There we go. That's better. It has to stop now. This is not a joke. New York governor blasts insensitive, arrogant disrespectful New Yorkers flouting social distancing guidelines. Okay, yeah, all right, whatever. Restrictions in Wuhan easing, don't you love that? Guys, it it was terrible in in China. But because they all follow their government's rules to stay inside, it's getting better now. There's light at the end of the tunnel, yeah? Just follow our rules and never mind if you see a few police tanks going through the streets. Don't worry about that. Because in China, they all follow the rules and now everybody's happy, yeah? Light at the end of the tunnel. What a joke. All right, so let's get back to the live stream comments. I'm going to do my best to get through these right now. Let's take a look. Where was I? So yes, Alistair Kane, good to see you in the live chat. Super agent, Alistair Kane, one of the longest 
supporters of johnthebond.com. And without saying too much, I'll say that I have the, the benefit of speaking both on and off the record with a bunch of people involved at johnthebond.com and a number of them who are successful in running their own businesses, successful in their own lives, is phenomenal. And it's the complete opposite of the stereotype of the conspiracy theorist who is paranoid and has never really achieved anything with their life and uses conspiracy culture as a way to blame somebody else and feel like a victim. Basically, my website's the complete opposite of that. So when I do see some of these other streams going on and see some of these other videos in this in this scene, I'm reminded, oh, that's right, the stereotype of the conspiracy theorist is accurate a lot of the time. There's a lot of people here, they just want to feel like a victim. And so this recent turn of events justifies all of their failure in life. They're like, see, I'm glad I never did anything. The government was against us the whole time. So they've got 30 or 40 years of achieving nothing, and now they get to feel like they're the victim, when really they've had all this time to do whatever they wanted. They could have built a business. They could have saved money. They could have prepared for this physically, mentally, spiritually. They did nothing. And now they're justified. Now they can sit around and, and talk about how they're victims, which, by the way, they've got every right to do. I don't have an issue with that. But there's a big difference between people who've done that and people who've spent their life trying to build something, trying to prepare, and now saying, right, this is going on. What can I do that's best for me going forward? There's a life to be led. What am I going to do? Given the information, I want to talk with other people who understand that this is happening. I want to be around people who do not see themselves as victims. That's one of the main benefits, I believe, of johnthebond.com. It's a big benefit for me. I run the site, obviously. And I get to talk with these people. And it's nice to be around people who do not see themselves as victims. What is happening, again, might be problematic in some ways. Certainly it is for me, and I think for most of you as well. But it doesn't mean we have to see ourselves as victims. There is still a life to be lived, I believe. Okay. History Buried says, How about Australia not closing the schools? Yeah. Bizarre stuff. Also, public transport. If this was real, surely you would shut down public transport. Surely. And if this was real, like the shopping centers should be limited to how many customers can be in there at any given time. Maybe they are. That's not my understanding, though. I saw a photo of people in Den in a liquor store in Australia lined up one person in front of the next. It's like, okay, if this was real, you'd close down public transport. You'd give all the people who lose their jobs the money to make up for it. Because, again, this money is all free, guys. You all know that. that This money is make-believe. Okay? It's all make-believe ones and zeros. So you just say, right, the government tops up everyone to make sure they've got enough money to live. And everyone just stays right where they are. And, uh, and only the people who have to drive the truck to get the freight to the shops. Only the people who have to do the work to get the food on the shelves work for a couple of weeks, right? You know public transport. You've got to be joking me. But there is. Why is that? And why is there schools, man? Now, in Australia, they, they're closing the schools on Tuesday in one state. The others will probably follow. But still, why to take, you know, why, why would you have them open at all in any area that's doing a lockdown? It's ridiculous. We'll lose. Uh, another recent uh, new edition of JohnTheBond.com says, Do you recall Miles Mathis' interpretation of Cavendish experiment for Big G? <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, yeah, so really long story short, uh, the official story of how they can weigh the Earth, how the experts know how much Earth weighs, Mars weighs, Venus, Jupiter, the whole lot. 
It all goes back to a thing called Big G, which goes back to a thing called the Cavendish Experiment from the late 1700s. And to cut a very, very, very long story short, that's a hoax. It never happened. It's not real. They believe that they can weigh the Earth by basically hanging heavy balls from a shed roof. Two heavy balls here, two slightly heavier balls there. And they they can determine from watching the balls interact with each other how attracted they are. And then from that, infer the so-called gravitational constant, the big G, and from that, use some more fancy maths and then determine how much everything weighs. So if you look up the mass of Mars, it'll tell you that it weighs six point something times 10 to the 20 something uh, grams, right? Something like this. Whatever it says, if you look into the history of where that value comes from, it comes from this uh, rudimentary experiment, experiment uh, weighing heavy balls in a shed. Now, I discovered all of this in 2015 and... I did lots of research into this and I was the one who exposed it, I believe, and then other videos started copying me. My old channel, some of my videos got tens of thousands of views. Other people who copied some of my videos got into the hundreds of thousands of views. So the work that I did was seen by many. Some of it was credited to me, some of it wasn't, but that doesn't matter. It was seen by all these people. It's great. The only person in all of my research who had done this research before me was Miles Mathis. He had discovered this Cavendish bullshit before I did. However, at the end of his paper... He concludes that it's legitimate. He concludes that they've, they've done it wrong somehow, like it's a bit off by a little bit, but it's basically legitimate. And that's why I've always been suspicious of Miles Mathis's methodology, because I'm like, how can someone know? So, so most people don't know what the official story is. Most people don't know how they get the mass of Mars or Moon or Earth. They don't even ask that question. They don't think about it. I had never thought of it till 2015. The moment that I found that that was a story, I was like, that can't even be real. That must be a bullshit version of the story. Did more research. No, that's really the story. I need to know more. Tell me more about this story. Reading, 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 found out. Because straight away, I'm like, that's a bullshit story. I don't care who told me that story. I don't care if you tell me. I don't care if the guy next door tells me. I don't care if NASA tells me. I don't care if Stanford Encyclopedia tells me. I don't care. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit story. Weighing the earth with balls in a shed. Obviously bullshit story. Come on. The only person I knew who had discovered that this is the story was Miles Mathis. So I read his paper, and by the end he concludes that they were wrong, but they were right. And I'm like, come on. You know what I mean? So, look, Miles Mathis has done some great work. Uh, the people who like his work have every reason to. Good research, and he writes in a very engaging way. Very nice, excellent, happy days. But, yeah, I've ever since then I've taken a wide berth. But that has nothing to do with the coronavirus. All right. Linda Curtis says that abortions are still open also. I didn't know that, but... Okay. Jennifer Reeves says, Some of my friends really miss the gym. Yeah, it's a big deal. For those of us who use it as part of our routine, it's a big deal. I know a lot of people, maybe not necessarily people watching this stream, but, but other people might be like, oh, it's just a gym, just get over it. It's like, okay, if you're a fat fuck, you don't care. But for a lot of us, the gym, the exercise routine is, is one of the biggest things that we do to keep balance. Okay, if I go a couple of days without any exercise, I start feeling like shit. Same as if I get drunk a couple of nights in a row, I start feeling like shit, complete shit. If I don't get enough sunlight, I feel like shit, right? If I spend too much time around negative people, I feel like shit. There's all these things in my life. If I do it, I feel like shit. And it's the kind of shit feeling that a lot of people think is depression. 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's depression, but it's not some chemical imbalance that you can solve with a pill. You feel like shit because you're living like shit, yeah? And a lot of people who've grown up in obese families or in families that, are, that don't do anything with no emphasis on exercise or outdoor activity, etc., they don't even know what it's like to feel normal. They don't know what it's like to feel good. And then they start to feel depressed. And it's like, yeah, you feel depressed, but there's reasons for that. And it's not some chemical imbalance. And so for me, yeah, I start to feel like shit if I can't exercise. That's why when they closed the gym and the pool here, I was like, well, what am I going to do? There's no parks around here. They're like, I don't have a bike. I've got no transport here. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'll just start running up and down the stairways. There's three stairways here. Only one of them is ever used by anybody. The other two are never used by anybody except security. I was like, you know what? I'll just walk down to the bottom and jog to the top. Walk to the bottom, jog to the top. See how many times I can do that. At first, I overestimated how many I could do. I think I did four, uh, like down to the bottom, up to the top, four times. It's 13 uh, 13 floors and then there's two basement levels. So it's about 300 steps. I did four of those and I was like messed up. I had to come in and drink some water and just sit down. I was a, a mess. But it's like, what else am I going to do? Like, what else am I going to do? What else is there to do? I've got to do something. Because if I go a few days without exercising, I'll start to feel like shit. Yes, I will. And so, those of you who have a gym routine, if you haven't been locked down yet, well, if it does happen, yeah, you need you have to know what you're going to do instead. Don't You don't need to be stuck uh, days and days without your routine because it'll mess you up. It'll mess up other parts of your routine. And going back to the point I was making earlier, I think this is a big part of what they're doing. I think it's a big part of it to to sap people mentally and without getting to my theories on all of this, to sap them spiritually as well in the sense of it won't just be how you think you feel but how you really are uh, essentially. So if you're stuck in a condo like me, you might have to learn even not just jogging up the stairs, just walking, just doing something, you know what I mean? Or maybe you do have parks near you, awesome going to the park and, and finding a place just to jump up and down or do squats or something like replace that gym with something because you don't know if it's going to be two weeks you don't know if it's going to be three months man yeah or, or look some people don't need the gym they they just walk the dog awesome good <laughs> walk the dog do something like and, and if you're one of those people who does have so-called depression but you don't have an exercise routine why the hell didn't your doctor recommend that first it's it it changes people's lives to realize that living like a vegetable will make you feel like shit. Yes. And many people, through no fault of their own, they were born into obese families. So they grew up eating shit. They grew up with no emphasis on health. They don't know any better. I, I feel for these people. It's not their fault. But it's like, well, yeah, it's not their fault, but nothing is anybody's fault, depending on how you want to look at it. You know, the, the time to improve your life is... Well, it's your time right now, isn't it? So, but yeah, the gym routine, closing the gyms, man, closing the gyms. I'm like, what? And people are just going to cop that? Fair enough in Asia where there's this like collectivist, trusted government mentality. I mean, I'm wearing a, this is a hat from Vietnam, communist country. I still know people in Vietnam. I've been emailing back and forth and it's like, I don't want to tell them I think this is all a hoax, but I do want to see how they feel about it. Yeah, they fully believe it. They, they're like, yeah, we just have to. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not even going to bother. I'm not even going to bother. 
Alright, yeah, 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 okay, so let's get through these comments. I keep going off my little monologues. Uh, let's see. Man, I'm miles behind again. Alright, just give me a second. Give me one second. Video capture. Is that the one? No. Where are we? This one, there we go. Alright. Just give me one second. Get your comments and questions coming through in the live stream chat. Very nice. What a time to be alive, guys. That's New York. Let's bring this back up on the screen. Where are we? Now, let's go back to my uh, lunar module, guys. You tell me in the live chat, did this go to the moon, in your opinion? And what's your opinion of people who believe that it did? Be honest. Be completely honest. Be completely honest. Nobody likes dead air, least of all me. I do apologize for that. Okay, we're back. So I need to wrap this one up in uh, 20 minutes or so. It's getting a bit late. Let me just re-emphasize for those of you who are coming here late as well. I was trying to use this stream tonight. I set this stream up explicitly to promote my new YouTube channel. That channel's already been deleted. I only started it today. It's gone. I don't know why. I have my suspicions. It's the YouTube channel that I'm using right now could could very well suffer the same fate. Okay, and if it does, I won't complain. This is YouTube's, and my opinions on this are very different to most of the so-called truth movements. I don't think YouTube owes me anything. They could delete me right now. Okay, it's there website and through using this I've got to learn so much I've got to meet people I've got to build up a channel now build up a website so YouTube has been a very good thing for me being a great utility for me they don't owe me anything so I'm not going to complain when they delete me what I am going to do is make sure that when they delete me if or when they delete me again I've got a way to contact the people who want to see my work and the mailing list is the best way to do that so if you haven't already joined the mailing list, there's a link in the info box below. It'll take you 30 seconds to join up. You need an email address and just put something in that first name field. It doesn't have to be your name. It can be, it doesn't have to be, just put something. And put the email address and you'll go into the mailing list. I usually email that once or twice a month with uh, podcasts like member podcasts that are now available to the mailing list but not to the public, updates, videos, these kinds of things. And the main thing I'm trying to do is just keep it active so that if and when I need to use it, if the channel goes down, I can send you an email saying, guys, if you still want to see my videos, the YouTube channel's gone. Here is my new place. Here's my new YouTube channel. Here's a new channel on some other outlet. Whatever it is, that's the best place to be. So if you care about what you're watching or listening to right now, you want to be on that list. If you don't care, you're just here because there's nothing else to do. Well, okay, cool. Don't worry about it. But those of you who do give a shit about any of my material, or the material of the people I promote on my website because there's now dozens of people making their own content on my website. If you care about any of that and you want to stay up to date, the mailing list is the single best place to be. And it takes one minute to sign up. And it costs nothing. Absolutely nothing. So let's try and catch up on the comments, shall we, really quickly. And thank you to all the people for the comments coming through. Let's go through the comments. I can't read all the comments, obviously. I'm just trying my uh, my best. Jennifer Reeves says, in regards to this thing, where is it? 
How do they go pee? That's a good question. Is there a toilet in there or something? I don't know. All I know is, look, all I know is, all I know is, that's sticky tape, okay? That's sticky tape. That's aluminium foil, all right? That looks like crepe paper to me. And that looks like cardboard. And these look like curtain rods, okay? That's what I, that's, that's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. Now, I can know somebody, I know many people, they believe this went to the moon because they are completely moronic. I can still enjoy them for the good things that they bring to my life. And hopefully they can enjoy me for the good things that I bring to their life. I don't even talk about these things with most people. I talk about this stuff on the internet, that's all. In real life, generally no. If people bring it up with me, okay. I'll talk about some things. But but there, you can compartmentalize the way that you deal with people. You can. And some people can't know certain things. Doesn't mean they're bad people, obviously. Doesn't mean that I or you are better than them. Doesn't mean that, that there's has to be any problem but I believe for my benefit I had to reach this understanding that yes some people are truly moronic they cannot think for themselves they will never think for themselves the fish all swimmed as one that's how the humans are we are the weird people and by we I mean people like me who start doing this kind of research and seeing these things and and thinking for ourselves most of the so-called truth movement are just a different school of fish a, a tiny, sad, victimhood school of fish. But they're still fish swimming together. You tell them this is all about 5G, they all dart this way. And then their, their favorite YouTube truthers tell them, oh, actually, this is to institute martial law to take out all the truthers. They all swim that way. They're still, they're still idiots, okay? So the majority are one big school of fish. They have to swim together. It's their nature. It doesn't make them bad people. This is their nature. They have to, if the government says... This thing went to the to the moon. That's how they have to swim. They they have no conscious choice in the matter. They can't do anything about it. Doesn't make them bad people. People like myself and maybe some of you were just a fish who something went wrong or something went right. It's a matter of perspective, I guess. But something happened, and now we don't swim with the fish the way we used to. Maybe we try to blend in and swim with the school and occasionally duck out to swim with some other some other fish every now and then and just chat with them, have fun. That's great. But the people are the, the fish. They swim as a school. They, they dart. You've all seen the, the footage of fish underwater, like they're all swimming and then... That's how the humans are. They have to all be the same. That's their nature. That is their nature. And unless and until you understand that, you will never understand anything about the hoaxes beyond the superficial period. End of story. Yeah, get this in uh, in Australia. I, I heard this. I haven't double checked this. That hairdressers are going to remain open. Is that true? I want to. I want to Google that. I'm going to Google that right. That, that that's almost too stupid. Hold on. Um, Australia lockout hairdresser. Are you trying to tell me that this is essential news? Let's go to news. It's coming up with nothing. I have a hair salon. What if I type hair salon? Okay, how about if I put coronavirus? Ah, this no, that's the sun. That's from. That's from. That's not from Australia. I want to bet Australia. 
It's not giving me Australian results, but yeah, if they let hair salons stay open, that'd be a complete farce, won't it? Like, you've got to close down all the gyms, you've got to close down all the cafes, got to close down the restaurants, but the hair salons let them stay open? Hey, come on. What a time to be alive. So let's go try and get through these comments then. Where was I? I keep losing my spot. Can't help myself, can I? Will Lou says, when I joined JLB.com, it was the first time that I've come across good research that didn't require a blood sacrifice of fear. Let me read that again. When I joined JLB.com, it was the first time that I've come across good research that didn't require a blood sacrifice of fear. Honestly, refreshing. Thank you very much for that comment, Will Lou's. What he's saying is that the research that myself and the other contributors at the website are presenting, because it's not just me, there's literally more than a dozen contributors there now who write articles or make videos or on podcasts, whatever. There's all these different formats that we use, and there's more than a dozen of us. And a lot of the research we're presenting is on topics that you've heard of. A lot of the research is on stuff that you've probably never thought of. And some of it can be a little bit dark to an extent, but what we don't push, what I don't push, what no one there pushes is this idea that you have to be afraid of what's coming. Because I personally don't think we have to be afraid of what's coming, no matter what's coming. Being afraid of it doesn't help. It's not a beneficial thing, in my opinion. And so my website has attracted people with a similar framework. It's like, well, if someone wants to be afraid, that's on them. But but pushing the fear with the research, that's not my angle. That's not their angle. So we'll lose your comment. is very much appreciated. Thank you. Jerry says that JLB needs to find himself a good woman and have some enlightened children. Well, that not that the dream? Isn't that the dream? to find a good, loyal woman and have good, happy, healthy children. Isn't that the dream? Yeah, it's a dream. It's a dream. It is a dream. Maybe it is a future dream. But in this here dream, that's probably not going to happen, which is a shame. It is a shame. But again, there are problems with solutions and then there are circumstances. And uh, say in Australia, the way the laws work in Australia, if a man gets married to a woman, she now is being encouraged to dump the man whenever she gets sick of him, whenever she gets tired of him, and she will get a whole bunch of assets and a whole bunch of money and the kids. And so it's not just the men where this happens to them, that is problematic, although I know several, per, I know I personally know several men whose lives have been upended by this. Because in Australia, the divorces are two to one female initiated to, to male initiated. In other words, of all the divorces where one party initiated it, according to the Australian uh, Bureau of Statistics, it's two to one the women who do it. They don't tell you that when you sign up. Uh, bro, you know how you've heard that some marriages end in divorce? Yeah. Two out of three times, that's the woman divorcing. They don't tell you that. In fact, in Australia, it's closer to 70%. It's close, I think in Australia, it might even be close to three out of four rather than two out of three, which is even worse. But even two out of three is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Why is that? Well, there's a bunch of reasons. And one of them is what you've been taught by Disney about true love forever. That's not real. That's not a real thing. And so when you take what relationships really are and what romance and, and sexual dynamics really are, when you take what they really are and put them in an environment where you can make a permanent deal where one party can leave and benefit from leaving, you're setting up a trap. And many men are walking into that trap 
blind. And most of them will pay the consequences. Some of them in divorce and losing the, the house, wife and kids. But some of them will just lose because now that the woman has that power in the relationship, both implied and explicit, that power gets abused in a way that is completely unnatural to me and, uh, and people suffer. So some people do have uh, good, good wives and good families and, and they're happy. I'm jealous of those people. I wish I had their life. They do exist. But if you look at things as a numbers game, it's, uh, yeah, not a risk that some people are going to take, I'm afraid. But I have to be careful what I say about these topics because uh, lots of people get very offended. That's the last thing I want to do is offend anybody. That's not my business. Okay, so I think we've got towards the end of the chat. Apologies to anybody who left good comments that were missed, but for, for, it says we've only got 40 people watching, but the comments are going as though there's 100 watching because a lot of the commenters here are very engaged in the conversation in a way that perhaps they're not on uh, on certain other channels. I'll see if I can find a couple more just to, to read out. Adiat Shinto says, JLB, the funniest thing I've heard is that you can go without your routine for three days and you feel like shit. So I think they're like criticizing my comment, which is fair enough. Maybe Shinto can go three days without his routine and, and feel feel good, feel terrific. That's If that's the case, I'm happy for you. Uh, how long can you go without your routine? Do you have a routine? Do you even know what it's like to feel good? I mean, what what is your uh, basis for your criticism? Tell me. Leave a, leave a comment and I'll, uh, I'll read it out. But what I'm trying to tell you is that People like me have a routine that we like to stick to, if we can. And for me, I like to exercise. I like to get sunlight. The gym is a big part of the exercise component. And uh, like I said, you take that away and I've got to find alternatives. Now, fortunately, this place does have those those staircases, as I said. Not a great solution, but it's something. But I've been in a couple of places over the last 12 months, but they didn't even have that. Like there was nothing, there was nothing around, nothing at all that was convenient to, to get in some exercise. And it, for me personally, it did mess up my routine and I felt like shit as a result. Yeah. Yep. Adi Shinto says, just imagine electricity went out three days and you're worried your routine. Okay, so I'm imagining the electricity going out. How would you cope, Shinto? How would you cope? The average person today without the internet would be in big trouble. Me especially. I'm in a foreign land. I don't know a single person here. I don't know a single person in uh, in this city. So yeah, I am dependent on the internet. And I'm open about that. Are you saying that you could go without the internet for three days? Again, if you are, that's awesome, bro. Maybe you're one of these people who like just happens to randomly be on the internet when I'm doing a live stream. But the rest of your life is away from the internet and you're not dependent on it. Maybe. That's, and if that's the case, man, good for you. Let's see. Let me try and read a couple more comments. Apoc Shaker says the new channel is still there, just subbed. Now, this is good. This this I'm glad to hear. Let me go and see if that is true. Uh, hold on. Let me let me see here. The link in new incognito window. Oh, this is wonderful. Okay, so... I was given an occasion that I thought meant that I'd been deleted. And it seems as though I may have confused the old channel being deleted with the new one. Sometimes I make mistakes and sometimes I'm glad 
to make mistakes. This could be one of those cases. Thank you, APOC Shaker, for the information. So what this means is that I cannot uh, show you right now on the live stream because if I try to, it'll be on my Firefox, which is telling me that I've been deleted, which would mean that I'm still logged in from the old John the Bond. So apologies, guys. I've gotten this wrong, but this is good news. When I thought I'd, the new channel had been deleted, evidently that was my old channel that had been deleted because I don't use Firefox for my new channel or my like my new good channel that you're watching right now. I don't use Firefox for that. So I think what's happened here is that I've gone to access the new channel on Firefox and the deletion message and the inability to, to even watch any videos was because the old channel was like mega deleted. And I've confused that with the new, new channel being deleted. This is wonderful news. So please check the info box. I can't show you this on the screen because again, I'm streaming my uh, Firefox. Check the links in the info box. You're gonna find the new YouTube channel. It's called John Bonson. But you'll see my logo and you'll see that it's me. And subscribe to that. I'm not planning to use that channel for now, but I want it to be there. And what I'll start doing is slowly but surely uploading material there to get more and more people to subscribe to that channel so that I've got the backup. Because once again, I had a channel, 7,000 subscribers, millions of views, deleted, which is fine. YouTube can delete me if they want to. And then uh, I had to start all over again. No mailing list, no backup channel. Stupid on my part. That was my fault. 100% my fault to not have redundancy built into the operation. So this time, there is a mailing list. You want to be on that. I've already talked about that twice. Don't need to go over that again for now. There's now this backup YouTube channel. I'm going to be promoting this a lot over the next few days and weeks and hopefully months as well. Those are the two things you want to make sure that you've uh, checked out. And the links for those are in the info box below of the video that you're watching right now. And why wait? Why not just go and subscribe right away and make sure that you're on there so that uh, we're all sweet. And thank you very much, uh, Apoc Shaker, for telling me this is wonderful news. Wonderful news. And I always admit when I'm wrong. In this case, I'm wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. This is a good thing to be wrong about. So, let's see. ID Can Spire, another member of JohnTheBond.com, says, Are we a smaller school of lemmings swimming in the wakes of lemmings? We're all little fishes, I assure you. We know little, even if it is a lot. Uh, typically cryptic message from ID Can Spire. Cholo Bobo says, pop another soju. Look, I wish I could. He says, pop another soju and then Google monster bacteriophages. I think I pronounced that correctly. I wish I could, but only one bottle of soju in the fridge and I want to keep it that way because two of these bottles, man, and I... It's... Uh, yeah, these are, this is powerful stuff, man. Powerful stuff. I, look, I know I drink it on camera. It's not healthy behavior and I don't want to promote alcoholism. But since it's already come up, why not? Look at that, man. That's 17% shit, man. So you do, and how, how much is this? 350 mils? Bro, you do two of these and... Uh, yeah. Look, some dudes can really handle their alcohol. They could do two of these and, and be totally sweet. But uh, with me, I've gotten drunk enough in my life. I don't need to add to the tally, uh, especially on camera. But uh, let me just go and sort something out here. Yes, yeah, so uh, look, I appreciate the suggestion. That'd be wonderful, but it is almost one o'clock here. Need to get some sleep.
actually got to bed early last night. I got to bed really early last night. I couldn't sleep. That's another thing I need to get on top of. It's it's good to go to bed at the same time every night. And my usual bedtime is too late. And then when I try to go to bed early, I can't get to sleep. That's something I need to fix. It's like, just go to bed early, and it might take a few days, but eventually that will become new routine. And then I would feel even better again, you know? So, yes, the old soju. Okay, so comments from the live chat. <laughs> History of Berry says, another awesome JLB live stream. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Cholo Bobo says, marriage is a hoax. Those aren't my words, but... Look, again, there are some people, they have a loyal wife and happy kids. They are leading my dream life. They do exist. Okay, I am envious of those guys. But they're a small proportion of the total number of married guys. And if you're a man of statistics, if you're a gambling man, you know when the odds are stacked in your favor and when they're acted against, when they're stacked against. And and human nature is human nature. So you can have what you think is a good girl. That's great. But you're signing up for how long? 30, 40, 50 years? Well, she's, there's a nature to her. And so if there's a political or a legal environment that you're putting her nature into or that her nature is in, then uh, you're, you're making a very long-term gamble with significant consequences. And I'm not, I'm not just talking financial. I'm talking bigger than that. So to guys who take that risk and they win, uh, fortune favors the brave. I am envious of you. But most guys who take that risk pay a dear price. And I don't know what the future holds. Maybe I will be one of those men who takes that risk. I might. I'm not ruling anything out. But uh, I wouldn't think so at this stage. But, you know, this channel is not meant to be about that. I don't talk about these things so often. So I've said enough on that topic for now. Uh, 88 Shinto with some... What's this comment? Uh, something about the moon landings. 88 Shinto, just so we're clear on who you are, like where you're coming from, do you believe that that thing went to space? Is that your opinion? Just out of curiosity. Like, I don't... I appreciate people challenging what I'm saying. Like, if I say to you that after three days of not sticking to my routine, I feel like shit, and you have a different... Uh, experience in life, good. Say it. I I welcome that. Uh, some people get banned for for going against what the do doing the stream says. I haven't banned you. The moderators haven't banned you. I if if there's people out there and you're like, man, I can go a week sitting on the couch watching TV and I feel fine. I'm like, well, okay, good in a way. Like good that you that you feel good no matter what you do. That's awesome. That doesn't change my point, which is that for a lot of us, we have a routine. When that gets broken up, we don't feel good, right? So we can agree to disagree. There's, there's no problem with that. Henry Ford says, I've always thought out from the rest. Yeah, I've, I've interviewed a lot of people lately on the John LeBond member calls that we do that are usually released only to the members. I've been speaking with members of JohnLeBond.com and a common theme is this idea that even as far back as elementary school or primary school as we call it in Australia, a lot of us who now at 30 or 40 or 50 years old find ourselves 
seeing the lies on TV and no one else sees them, a lot of us have this commonality of, yeah, as far back as, as primary school, we, we did see things differently. And that's why this idea of, oh, you've just got to show the masses and they'll see. I used to believe that, but not anymore. Not anymore. No, there's a certain, for want of a better term, nature to, to all of this rather than nurture. There's a nurture component for sure, but I think there's a nature component. And uh, yeah, a lot of us do do have a long history of being of seeing things differently to other people. Okay. All right, so there's a few people who have some really nice comments. Uh, thank you very much. I do appreciate all of that. Uh, Thrice at Hermes says, most women with sense see the same things. Again, I've, I've said enough on those topics for now. I, uh, it's not that I don't find those topics interesting. I find those topics very interesting. I think they're more relevant to, to most of us than the fakery of 9-11 or the fakery of a particular school shooting or the fakery of dinosaurs or the fakery of the spinning ball earth, right? The topics of, of how things really work between men and women in the modern world, in this current legal system, in the, the society in which we live, it's more relevant. And there's, there's a lot of truths that people are oblivious to, oftentimes are willfully oblivious. And if only they knew the truth, they could make better decisions, I think, about how they live their life and how they treat uh, certain people in their lives and how they treat themselves. But it's an area that I've generally tried not to go into too much. And uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go too much further today, I think. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up in 10 minutes. Before I do, I want to read out uh, one more set of live stream comments. So, anything that's on your mind, let me know. Are you getting money from Trump or Trudeau or Scott Morrison? Are you worried about the future? Do you believe the people who want you to be worried about the future? Uh, where do you see this all heading? Whatever it is, I'll read out your comment. or your questions, I'll read those out as well. And while I'm waiting for those questions to come through, let me just show you one more thing. What you're watching right now or listening to is called Coneyvirus Live. Why is it called that? Because in the info box below, you're going to find Coneyvirus, a 42-minute presentation where I explain to you what I'm seeing, what I think's going on, and how we can analyze the propaganda to get some idea of what seems to be coming down the line. It's a 42-minute presentation. It's not a live stream. I recorded it, then edited it, then uploaded it a couple of nights ago. And it's on my BitChute channel. So just as I want to have a mailing list so that if I lose my YouTube, I can tell you where to find the new one, just as I want a backup YouTube. So if I lose the primary, I'll have a secondary to still do live streams. If I lose both of them, I've, I want to have a BitChute as well. So people like myself and to all content creators out there, I recommend you do similar have a backup. You've got to have redundancy built into what you're doing. A mailing list, I think, is most important. Why not have a bit shoot as well? Why not? If YouTube goes down, we don't know if, if bit shoot will go down at the same time. We don't know. But why not have that redundancy built into your operation? Why not? So that's why I've uploaded this coronavirus presentation. Probably the most important thing I've released on the so-called coronavirus. Why release it on bit shoot? because I think it's more likely to survive there. And secondly, I want to encourage people to go and check it out, which they've already done. There's 383 views on there. And uh, I've done, like some of my YouTube videos on coronavirus are 1,000 or 2,000 views. So 
to get almost 400 of them to go and check out BitChute is for me a win and a bunch of people have left their comments there which I might come back and uh, do a comment response on. You know what? I'm going to do a comment response right now. Stuff it. Let's do a comment response to the comments that have been left on Kony 5. You know what I'm going to do? How's this? I'll come back here in uh, this time tomorrow and I'll do a live stream and I'll read out all the comments and do a comment response to this video uh, from this section. So there's already 14 comments. If you leave a comment here on this BitChute video, I will respond to it in a live stream tomorrow. But I'll schedule that one for earlier, not for uh, not for not for 10 p.m. That's too late for me. I want to go to bed. I'm tired. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I've got another idea. Let me check my calendar. I've got a call this week. I'm not sure exactly what day. Let me check my calendar. Um, how's this for an idea? I've thought of an idea on the spot. How about in, mm, let's say, let's say 10 hours time. So 11 p.m. New York, 8 p.m. Uh, Los Angeles. I'll come back and I'm gonna do a live uh, stream on this video's comments. So check the video out, leave your comments, and I'll do a live stream and respond to every single comment that is left on this video. This video, like I said, you can find this in the info box below. I've left a link to it. Go and check it out. If you wanna be in the comment response, leave a comment on the video. And if you have a BitChute channel or a BitChute account, subscribe to John the Bond because as I said, it's all about redundancy, especially with things the way they are right now. And uh, that's what we're going to do. I'll do a comment response to Coronavirus, the video, in 10 hours from now. So that'll be 11 o'clock my time. That'll be uh, 11 p.m. New York, 8 p.m. Los Angeles. I think I've got that right. So let me re-emphasize this. Check the link in the info box below. Watch this. Check this video out. I'm very proud of it, I have to say. And uh, leave a comment and I will respond to your comment in about 10 hours time. And with that being said, let's read out the questions and comments one more time and then we'll uh, wrap this one up. Thank you once again, APOC, for telling me about the, the channel not being deleted because that was the whole point of this presentation was to promote that channel. So um, I'm very happy about that. Uh, I made a mistake. I misunderstood my deletion message. That wasn't the new channel. That was the old channel. All right, good. I'm happy about that. Very happy. Uh, Morgan Ellis says, good chat, sleep well, JLB. Thank you, Morgan. I appreciate that. ADH Shinto. So they've left a, a negative comment. This is the thing. You, you can be, you can have someone come along and be a bit of a dick in the comments and you can be pleasant back to them. And how do they respond? Like that. This is what I'm talking about when I say that some people are just shit people. And this is something I've learned. It's like, once upon a time I thought, if you be good to people, people will recognize that and at least make an effort to be decent. Not here, man. Not in the so-called truth movement. That's not how it works. Because these people, they're anonymous, they're distant. They behave very differently. They're kind of like, they're kind of like the children who learned to behave because if they didn't, they'd get a smack. But deep down, they were still miscreants. On the internet, they don't get a smack. 
so their child comes out within them. They wouldn't act like that in person because they know what would happen. So, okay, ADA Shinto, have it your way. Uh, maybe we'll see you in the future. People can learn their lessons. It is possible. Most people never do. Okay, let's have a look. What else is here in the live stream chat? I think people should remember what it was like during 9-11. Or imagine what it would have been like to be in London during the hoax of World War II. These events don't last forever. Short term to hurt us. Well, that's the thing, Thrice Eight Hermes, also known as Diapy. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know what comes next. We don't know. We don't, I don't know. So I'm trying to remain circumspect. And I was saying to a couple of people earlier tonight, I'm so engrossed in the internet. I'm so, like I'm spending literally hours, hours, literally hours and hours every day for the past few days consuming all of these comments and uh, all of this material about this topic. So it must be affecting me in ways I'm not even conscious of. So I'm trying to remain circumspect. I'm trying to remember that uh, we're all affected by this in different ways. So... Um, it, this could be something that that does smooth out in two weeks. It could be something that keeps escalating. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever get to come back to Asia again or overseas at all again. Okay, I was meant to be in Asia for another couple of months and then maybe off to Eastern Europe. That was the uh, that was the hope. I now think it's possible, and I can't put a percentage on the probability because I don't know, but it's possible, quite plausible that. Travel will never be the same again. I won't get to travel again. That's a big deal, you know, because I'd seen my future as involving a lot of travel. And I'd worked very hard towards that outcome. But then I remind myself, okay, that's how it looks. Right Right now, it looks as though travel might be a thing of the past, the way that we know it. But it looks that way. So what? Things could change in, in two or three months and things might not go not go back exactly to how they were, but they could go back very similar they could I don't know so I don't want to get too invested in my mind in any uh, predictions of of the future because I don't know none of us know so uh, we need to remain circumspect I think about all of this Uh, Mr. Jones another nice comment about uh, a good stream thank you again to all the people for the nice comments I really do appreciate that Uh, yeah you get you get one or two people who just want to Basically, they're throwing. They're like the people who go to a performance and just they just they take the rotten fruit just to throw it. Okay, they're they're not there to enjoy the show. They're not there to to mingle with the crowd or to feel good. They're just there to throw rotten fruit. These people do exist, and and they're just doing their thing. Like whatever, you're gonna get that. But you look through the chat tonight, and for the most part, it's been fantastic, and uh, I'm very appreciative of that. Critical Sinker, aka Paddling Truth, says the UK are being expected to uh, are being told to expect this for a year. Yeah, they they're planting seeds that hey, this could come in waves, guys. This, you know, we might get rid of it and we'll come back like the terrorists, of course. Henry Ford says, "What do I think of the sovereign citizen movement? I don't know enough about it, so I can't comment. What I will say is that, in my experience, most of the people who offer any kind of um, how do we say, supra-legal solution, any kind of, oh, you don't have to follow the laws because if you just say these special words in court, you'll get away with it. Or if you just send this special letter to your insurance company, uh, you don't have to pay your bills anymore. Generally, the people peddling that stuff, they make money from selling books or from selling presentations. 
what you won't see is evidence of them in court proving that their tricks work. And I say that as somebody, I've been to court a couple of times. So uh, these people who claim to have solutions to the so-called legal system, maybe they do, I'm very open-minded to it. I want to see them doing it first. And I haven't seen that. But I have seen people making money selling selling this stuff. I have seen that with my own eyes, yeah. Alistair Kane says, go for a walk, take in the sun, breathe in life. This place is a breeding ground for negativity ordinarily. Yes, excellent point. The so-called truth movement, all this material, even people like me who mean well, and people like me who are saying, don't worry, I'm not worrying. Worrying doesn't help. There are natural anxieties, but you don't have to become attached to predictions of the future or what you think is happening. Try and maintain some kind of semblance of normalcy if they won't let you go to the gym try and do something different that's what i'm trying to do etc etc even people like me who mean well if i give this two hours of my attention that's still two hours of my attention and if you watch this stream that's still two hours of your attention we can very easily get sucked into to mindsets that maybe we don't realize uh we're getting sucked into so excellent advice alistair kane uh yeah go outside get some sunlight good idea Laurie Gales is perfect time for her. Awesome. I'll see you in the live chat tomorrow. Should be sweet. Leave a comment on that video. Like I said, is it still on the screen? Leave a comment on this video. There's already 14 comments. Some of those comments are fantastic. Thrice at Hermes is in the live chat as we speak right now. He left this terrific comment. And in fact, I've already replied to him, but I'll uh, publicly read out his comment tomorrow and respond to it in the stream tomorrow as well. Should be fun. Very nice. Coney uh, virus. Coney virus. Do you guys remember Coney? Coney? About 2011, 2012, thereabouts. Coney? Remember that? It's happening all over again, but this time with 100% government and normie approval. What a time to be alive. Permaculture Chill says, Hey guys, best wishes. Thank you very much, Chili, for the positive sentiments. Another member of JohnTheBond.com. There's a bunch of wonderful people at johnthebond.com and again, to go from those kinds of discussions on that website to certain other outlets, it's uh, it's chalk and cheese, it really is. But guys, I think that's going to do us for today. So let me re-emphasize some of the key points that we've covered today. The mailing list, there's a link in the info box below, you want to be on that, it's free. There's a video on BitChute. It's also free. Consider, look, I resisted BitChute for years until one of the members of my site sent me this email, recommended it, pointed out that you need redundancies, etc. This kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. So I signed up. I'm glad I did. It's not as good as YouTube. It's, it's not as user-friendly, sure. But I tell you what, it is still fantastic. We're still lucky to have it. And it is easy to use. Not as easy as YouTube, but almost... And maybe if more of us were using it, it would grow, uh, never to be the size of YouTube, but maybe we can get more people there. So I'm encouraging all content creators, consider signing up to BitChute and, uh, and consider putting some of your content there. It's a good idea. If you're a content creator, at the very least, start a mailing list, okay? At the very least. But also, try and consider a BitChute. That's what I've done. Links to those in the info box below. There's also a link to my new YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, my backup. You want to be subscribed to that. Uh, the Bondi backpackers thing, I was going to talk about that. Long story short, 
Bondi Beach, very popular beach in Australia. People are still using it. So the media is saying, oh, look at all these evil people using the beach. They're going to do the same thing wherever you are. They're going to put you on lockdown. Then there's a very good chance. This is my guess. I don't know the future. My guess is they'll say, oh, guys, we put the laws in, but people didn't follow our laws, uh, didn't follow our rules. So we've got to bring in the military. That's what they'll do. That's what they did here in Malaysia anyway. I'm telling you, that's what they did. And I think, and then the lunar module, yeah, people believe this is real because they are utterly, they, 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 they just go with the fish. They don't know any better. And once you understand that there's no changing that, uh, everything changes for you. At least it did for me. It certainly did for me. So that'll do us on the 22nd slash 23rd of March, 2020. I'm John LeBond coming to you from beautiful martial law, although they don't call it that, but that's what it is, martial law, Malaysia. On the 22nd slash 23rd of March, 2020. And a big thanks to all the nice comments in the live chat. It was, for the most part, pleasant chat. I uh, hope you enjoyed this presentation. Check out johnlebond.com. Please check the links in the info box below. And I suppose I'll be seeing you again in... Uh, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed and go to sleep because I'm very tired. I'll wake up, get a couple of things done, and then we'll do a stream, a comment response, all about this coronavirus video, which I recommend you go and check out if you haven't already. That'll do us for today. Thanks once again to all the supporters of johnlebond.com. And until next time, remember, no more monkey business. Shamona. <laughs>